terribly. <laughs> Episode 32. What it do, baby? Happy, happy new year to that's all right. of the listeners mm-hmm. of This Kid and Terribly. We are back. It's a new year, but is it a new you? It's a new me. Is it a new you? Absolutely not. No? no. Same you? Same me. How about you, new? Absolutely. New? Same me. Same, same you? Same me. <laughs> I'm, I'm still on my Try old shit. Try to survive. <laughs> swear, swear. How was everybody's Christmas? It was all right. It was all right. Went down to, uh, went down to Cornwall. Left London for once. Very good. It's quite a rare occurrence. Mm. Went down to Cornwall, down to Falmouth. Caught some fresh air in that. Very good. Uh, see the family. Four generations in the gaff. That's nice. Shout Fantastic. out, shout out the, the gang. I saw uh, the pictures. Watched My Fair Lady for the first time. Wonderful. I have some comments. Okay, first one. Uh, elocution is apparently very important. Uh, big fan of Rex Chapman's work. Okay. Harry Higgins, shout out the professor. Uh, Audrey Hepburn, extremely lang. <laughs> is, extremely lang. is that an, is that is a realization? New? new? That yeah, it's new. That's new oh, to okay. me. Oh. I wasn't I wasn't familiar with her work. She's late. There's a lot of movies to go through now. There yeah. are, and I'm looking forward to going on that journey. It did actually cause me to Google who the other it girls of the 50s and 60s were. <laughs> Got a couple? Yeah, Catherine Hepburn, not Lang. Oh, not Lang. Was there a sister? No, she's American. Uh, oh, di- just different, just, the same names. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Limited selection of names in the 60s. We only really diversified the gene pool in the 80s. But uh, Sophia Loren. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Very Lang. I watched a film on Netflix. Just like last year, still I think. Lang. Still Lang. No, she's like she's like ninety now. Though, still but Lang. It's still there. <laughs> still Lang. It's still there. There's source. You can still see it. Like you, like you have and because we've got source. all the old you don't pictures. Don't lose bone structure. Amen. Amen. Style. Amen. Facts. Yeah, we got all the old pictures, so we can still visualize the past. <laughs> yeah. It all makes sense yeah. still. Yeah, and then and then uh, so I came home after watching My Fair Lady for about twenty minutes with a better accent, and then Trainline tried to cancel my uh, train home. Uh, at an hour's notice so I was like fuck you man yeah there's an hour and a half's worth of elocution gone and uh, I had to do, do a banduli and like catch a connection that was delayed at Exeter Davis got home finally it was all long don't leave London because it's Babylon is, out there this is why you shouldn't ask people how their Christmas was Johnny, it's bleak and then, Johnny, and then, just, and then just say what everybody right. says it life's was cool been a, life, life's been alright up until today uh, when I discovered <clears throat> that there is ambrosia ice cream what? like the custard? mhm Oh, the ambrosia custard man do ice cream. Is that is that good for the streets or? That's tremendous That's for, for the, the streets. streets. That's tremendous for the streets. That ice cream and a hot apple pie. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Can that. you imagine? Can uh, you can you imagine? Yeah, not a custard person. I spend really. a lot of time online and I haven't come across that yet. So. Well, boy, it's up the game. <laughs> but we're gonna do we're gonna mm. do proper introductions because you can probably hear a new voice mm-hmm. in the hot seat. Mm-hmm. But before I do that, I just want to say again, welcome back to everybody. To 2022, this kid end terribly. The first episode of the year. I think that deserves a little. Yeah, I think that deserves. Yeah, yeah. and uh, look, man, I wanted to say this because we got quite a few messages at the end of the year last year. Maybe it was like the end of year reflection period that had you all feeling extra lovey dovey, moving soppy. But, I, but I, yeah, moving mad soppy. But I do want to say thank you to everybody who reached out to us, sent that little bit of extra love. Amen. Um, those who continue to send us kind words, praise people who took a chance on this random podcast and just hit play because of the pretty pink fonts and typography. Mm-hmm. People who found us by accident and stayed. Have you noticed how much that's rhyming, by the way? I've, just, I've still got it. Yeah, just keep I, going. I've, I've still got it. Um, anyway, we love you guys. The podcast is getting bigger and we can't do that without you guys. Mm-hmm. However, before we carry on, mm. this is a call to arms. Oh. 
on the IG, mm-hmm. there's a link. Oh. In the description of wherever you are listening to this, mm-hmm. there is a link. Mm. All right? And that takes you to the mailing list. Oh, boy. Are we doing it? Sign up, Ooh. please. Oh, we do the mailing list. The, it's always been there. This is my podcast partner. I, the, the mailing list has always been there. I've do actually I said it a few times. we can see who does the hard work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Do I have to sign up? Um, please sign up to the mailing list. Okay. These algos are getting weirder and weirder and we can't let Zuckerberg have all the fun, mate. Absolutely not. We can't have him piss on our bonfire, bruv. There's only, okay? there's only space for one Jew on this podcast. Sign up to the mailing list so we can get this stuff to you a bit more directly as this thing grows and develops. With that being said, shout out to our Spotify listeners, mm. our Apple Podcast listeners, mm. our Amazon Music listeners, mm. our SoundCloud listeners, Jeez. and our nasty, nasty, nastiest. Nasty. YouTube listeners, Oof. we are back, baby. And on what has been a very, very tough week for tyrannical white men, what <laughs> better way than to say Happy New Year to my favorite one? Happy New Year, Johnny Vivas. Yeah, you got there in the well, end, didn't you? I did. <laughs> Buenos noches, <laughs> suavemente, and all of that. <laughs> and we have a special guest. We do. We have a very special guest. Hailing from... What's the postcode? NW. There's a NW few postcodes. One, NW yeah. three, NW no, five. Got them all. Yeah, NW one to five. One. Yeah. We'll get Let's there. Let's go with that. <laughs> Camden's very own. This is this is it's fucking big. big. No, this it's is big, big by the way. I'm really underselling this. Yeah, yeah. We have the mayor of Camden. The mayor, and not that's not like some like dead rapper who thinks he's a guy. Yeah. We have the actual mayor we have of Camden. The actual mayor of, of of something here. That something happens to be Camden. Mm. Ladies and gentlemen, Sabrina Francis. Hi. Welcome. Thanks for having me. To Bo. (laughs) (laughs) To East London. E-Tree, baby, the home of grime. Yeah, you have no idea like how much I like worked out my journey. I was like, I can't let myself out of my feet, really. Like three different modes of transport. Normally, you only do that if you're going to the airport. Like, (laughs) true. True. Yeah, 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 that's fair. Like, I mean, how far are we? How far awkward, are we? Though. How it far is are we? I mean, I think Bow's awkward. Isn't that awkward. No, but I moved in July, and now I'm near an overground station rather than mm. a tube station. And what felt like a great idea at the time has slowly become my downfall. So, mm. yeah, even the from here, the orange line is basically pointless. I don't even know what my route would be from here. I would probably go like. Let's go like Moorgate. I probably go to yeah Moorgate or Bank. But that's closed. All that stuff's closed, isn't what it? What do you mean it's closed? Uh, yeah, they have closed it this week. M- it's what? Northern until Line, like May. Yeah, 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 yeah. Northern Line, a chunk of the Northern Bank. Line. It's going to be great. Yeah. Mm, if yeah. only there was someone in the room who had some influence over transport policy. I have no influence <laughs> over London's <laughs> transport policy. But <laughs> if I did, I wouldn't have needed an overground tube and a bus. I had the fucking bow. helicopter drop me off. But again, welcome, 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 Sabrina. We are. More than a little bit excited to have you. Truly honest. This could end terribly hot seat. How was your year started? How was your Christmas and New Year as well? My Christmas was good. It was like super relaxed. Um, I normally do crisis at Christmas, but this year it was all a bit different because of like COVID still hanging around and how they were going to help the guests and stuff. So I just had a really relaxing few days and I set myself one task to watch all of Succession. Oh, I've not got on it yet. I've heard it's, of, I heard it's like one of the greatest of all time. One of yeah. those people. So I was like, you got to set yourself like tasks that are achievable. Yeah. So I was like, eat all the cheese you bought and finish Succession. And I achieved both things. Which which did you achieve first? Um, The Succession, actually. Wow. You had excess cheese. Mm. There's no such thing as excess cheese, but. Oh, I don't know. I love 
favorite. Which type? What's your favorite? I kind of like the creamy. I like the creamy stuff. All of the cheeses. I like the brie type. Yeah, I like a brie. I mean, I. Camembert. I like a camembert. I had what was what was I rocking at Christmas? What are you laughing at? Did you not like how I said that? <laughs> camembert. That is awful. You know, I had like a bit of goat's cheese knocking around, a brie. <laughs> I got some goat's cheese knocking around. Should we just go through? Should we go through the cheese that you don't didn't have in the fridge? Exactly. It might be quicker. Well, the thing is, I when I um was at school in sixth form and even when I was at uni and after uni because I could not get a job, I uh, worked in a sort of like high-end like grocery type shop near me in Kentish Town, which had a cheese counter. Uh-huh. So for me, like the knowledge is there. I'll put you together a great you cheese. You know board. your cheese. So I was like, Christmas, you just want to watch it's TV. Cheese. It's All cheese right. time. So what's like your 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 fridge stink meter like? Is it like if 10 is the stinkiest? I'm a professional, so the cheeses are in their own tub. Which, <sighs> which actually so like- keeps it in. This is high living. Isn't- Probably the best way to keep cheese because you know cheese should be wrapped in wax paper. It shouldn't really be in plastic. All that very like <laughs> boring. She stuff. were joking about Sorry. expertise. All that wax very like boring paper. stuff you learn wax when you have to like paper. wrap people's cheeses for seven hours on a Saturday. True. But um, <laughs> so that was me, just like laying around eating sweets and cheese. Sounds ideal. <laughs> and watching a lot of succession. Sounds ideal. And look at how you. was your Christmas and New Year, Rich? Before Christmas and New Year was you. a bit annoying. Okay. Um, family got taken out pretty much by COVID. So mm. Christmas was pretty much ruined. I was in France. It was not very enjoyable. And I tried to cut down my trips to France just typically because of... Because you're be honest, a terrible this, No, no, no. This podcast goes out to entirely too many people for me to tell my real feelings. Right, right, right. But I typically tried to go to yeah. Paris for not too long. Right. Because it gets a bit on top of me. You get homesick. Um, but because of the Omicron, right, yeah, I ended yeah. up having to rush out there a little bit earlier than I wanted to right. in December. Right. Which meant that my trip there was longer. Um, and then... COVID hit the family and Christmas was ruined, basically. Came back. Everyone in London, basically, in my family caught it as well. Um, so, yeah, it wasn't all that fun. Do you think people just didn't want to see you? Because <laughs> um, I, I can relate. Possibly, right? I, yeah. I, you can never... Yeah. You can relate to that. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know if I can relate to that as much as you. Okay. I think I'm likable. As in, I, I can relate to not wanting to see you. I can relate to coming up with the I was trying to come for yes, you, but you were actually therapy. trying to come Should for I me. Should I not be here? To be fair, like, that'd be quite interesting. Is that not part of the job? Is that not part of the mayoral responsibility? No. No? No. <laughs> Sorting out friendship risks. <laughs> yeah. um, Working out who's the most likable. I mean, I might have opinions, but myself. <laughs> and there's this new phenomenon, which is actually quite pissing me off, because we've had two years of a pandemic and people are still miserable. Why are we now having, like, much more aggressive conversations about When's the last day we're meant to say Happy New Year? God damn it. I'm going to say it well into February if it's the first time I've that's seen unnecessary. you. That's unnecessary. That's excessive. No, that's weird. Why that's weird. is it weird? Yeah, no, that's weird. I, I, nah, I'd, nah, put nah, a, nah. I'd put a hard cap on the 15th of January. Why? That's so late. Late? I weren't even putting it in work emails this week. That's oh, really? mental. That's and brutal. <laughs> Why are you guys <laughs> so miserable? I don't understand. <laughs> I mean, I wish, so I wish everyone a happy and prosperous New Year. But it starts to feel a bit weird when you're typing it on like January 11th. I mean, today's the, we're the recording on the 14th. So that, that's fine. Tomorrow. One day left. Shut up. Yeah. <sighs> By the time this comes out, it's too late. Don't fucking say it to anyone. But why? Grow up. If I'm not seeing you, you start with two weeks into the if year. I, if, the, if I didn't see you until next week, Saturday, the 21st. So what if I don't see you till November? What are you going to say? Not, November's obviously too far. No, but February's right cool. Then. You're still seeing people for the first time in a year in February. You have to set boundaries. Set I guess limits. it's how you deliver it. Like if you were full, like happening year in February, I'd be like, okay. I do it the African <laughs> way. I do it like the way that African mums do it. Like, happy new year. Like just that, you know, yeah. and they say that well into March. With the whole head movement. Yeah. <laughs> Outside of church. Happy new year, my dear. Yeah. <laughs> 
it's just nice. Yeah. And it is, friendliness is nice. We need it. Maybe I'll take this on. Yeah, 15th of January. Add it to your emails this week, please. People bring be it, like, are you back. mad? Bring it why back. Being, they'll be like, why are you being so friendly? Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, white boy winter. Boy, <laughs> should, we, should we jump right in? It's Hang been on. quite a week. We um, Classic case of us sweating, as we usually do, Unlike um, on slow news weeks ahead of recording. Johnny and I are, uh, are rampantly texting each other like, what? Can something gonna... fucking happen in the news, please? Yeah, can something happen? Can something happen? And at the start of the week, yeah, we knew that there was this Boris thing. It was gonna, it was gonna run a little bit rampant, but boy, oh boy, did it pick up. Um, and then we had um, a couple of your other brethrens. Um, what? I love that he's been lumped with them. No, no, he gets lumped with them all. All. Mm. I get, I get all the. Like... This is the relationship. I get some of the stereotypes. He gets some yeah, as so well. He's like, yeah. defend your people. Exactly. Defend, yeah. defend your people. Yeah. Johnny, Johnny will tell everyone he's on an on honorary Nigerian, but not today. Not today. There's gringo season. Today he is going to account for his people. Um, we all have to. And then in true stereotypical form, later on in the podcast, I'm going to talk about the African Nation Cup. Yeah. So, you know, that's how we roll here. We don't fight the stereotypes. We, it's very diverse. We immerse yeah. ourselves. We're kind, of like, we're kind of like equally racially prejudicial. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I did notice that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so. Be careful okay. not to get myself in any hot So... <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, in the House of Commons, Jesus. actually, I think I'm, I think I'm actually going to play his apology. No way. I, I'm, I'm taking it there. We're doing things different this year, Johnny. Are we? Are we adding audio visuals to the content? Um, Most of us one, can imagine. One, yeah, relax. His unique one, delivery. One, yeah, yeah, one step at a time. Let's just relax a little bit, okay? Mr. Speaker, I want to apologise. I know that millions of people across this country have made extraordinary sacrifices uh, over the last 18 months. Sabrina, Sabrina thought we, she was going to come in and we weren't going to unpack this politics. Hey, hey. Yeah, hey. To mourn their relatives. It's game time, baby. to live their lives as they want or to do the things they love. Oh, Boris. And I know the rage they feel with me. Yep. Mm-hmm. You. With the government I lead. Yep. Yeah. When yeah, they yeah. think that in Downing Street itself, the rules are not being properly followed no, by can't. the people who make the rules. No. Oh, no. And no dagger dagger in the garden, the conclusions <laughs> of the current inquiry. I have learned enough to know that there were things we simply did not get right. No. Mm. I'd say so. And I must take responsibility. Stop shouting. Number 10 is a big department what? with the gardeners as an extension. Oh, the gardeners. The that was my oh, favourite bar. Which has Part been of the class. because of the role of fresh air in stopping the virus. Ah, oh, yeah. And when I went into that garden just after six on the 20th of May. Here comes the begrudging bars. To thank groups of staff before going back into my office 25 minutes later. Yep. To continue working. Yep. I believed implicitly that this was a work. Oh, Boris. Excellent. Oh, Boris. Excellent. But Mr. Speaker... With hindsight, I should have sent everyone back inside. Should have. Uh-huh. I should have found some other way to thank them. Perhaps. And I should have recognised that even if it could be said technically to fall within the guidance, mm. which it can't, there would but be anyway. millions and millions of people who simply would not see it that way. People who suffered terribly. People who were forbidden from meeting loved ones yeah. at all. Yep. It's important. Inside or outside. Mm. And I bet bored of his voice, I'm not gonna lie. And to this house I offer my heartfelt apologies. Fuck him. 
And all I ask is that Sue Gray be allowed to come. Sue Gray. Big Sue up. Gray, Shout out to Sue. Sue Wagwan. This year's, uh, what's her name? Jackie Taylor. So what was it? Jackie Weaver. Jackie Weaver. Turns out Sue Gray's also got no authority here. <laughs> you get the point. Boris. I think, what was the name of old girl who got fired for doing the interview and then she was sniffly outside of her house as she handed in her Allegra resignation. Stratton. Yeah. Stratton. It was at that point where I was like, there's more to come. So I think all of the takes with regards to how heinous and how egregious this, mm. this has been and the amount of parties that have been taking place mm. have all received the fair necessary amount of coverage. Mm -hmm. And I don't necessarily want to bring the tone down too much by giving anecdotal stories of people who had to suffer through not being able to see their family members, mm -hmm. unwell, dying in the hospital, so on and so forth, because I feel like that's been done quite yeah. a bit across yeah. the board. It's important to highlight, of course, but it's been done for the most part. Yeah, yeah. Um, but boy, oh boy, Johnny, your boys are running riot again. Yeah. Wagwan. Yeah, my people have not covered us. They're, they're doing a mazzoline, mate. On this one. Yeah. Uh, well, where do you begin? Um, my favorite bar, maybe to come out of all of this, was Jacob Rees Mogg. Ah, uh, Uncle Jacob. Mandem. Who, a friend of the show, who came out and said uh, that perhaps, perhaps. You kind of low key. You you don't know. You <laughs> he kind of. <laughs> I didn't even need to finish the sentence. Ha Sabrina's laughing. You and Jake. And actually, carry on. Carry on. No, carry on. That's really very rude. That's and racist. But carry on. Yeah, listen, Jacob Wiley. Calm down. Looks like a friggin' like. I'm gonna Google dog. it. I'm he gonna, looks like I'm a gonna, fucking Tudor. I'm gonna send you a side by side. Because like he creates a look that is quite unique, and I don't yeah. think that's fair to him. Thank you. I appreciate you. A young man about town. Oversized. I'd, I'd, uh, He's making like the double-breasted. Jacket like completely that's, that played is actually out, sauce, though. which that is, is sauce. But I, but I love. That's it, why I'm that's saying it. That's it's swag. Big. That's what I'm saying. I love a double breasted. Yeah, but he also wears like the three button suit as well. He does. Like, yeah. Well up to here. That's establishment you know, swag. A bit, yeah. Anyway, yeah, sorry, yeah. Karen. Uh, my yeah. favorite bar was Uncle Jacob, Jake. who came out with um, that perhaps it was that the rules were too complicated, uh, and because of this, hmm. it's unfair to criticize Prime Minister for not being able to follow them. I thought that was a great take. The rules that was set by Boris them. and Jacob yeah, Rees-Mogg. Yeah, 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 no, so it's, it's, it's great chat because as Emily Thornbury said, not that I ever like quoting Emily Thornbury, but as Emily Thornbury said, uh, clearly the rules were simple enough for them to pass into law through Parliament. Yeah. Uh, but seemingly not basic enough for yeah. them to follow. So I don't know. Um, I what's... think the whole thing just ended up this week being like just a bit, unedifying like scrabbling for excuses yeah and i think i feel a bit sorry for you know like mps across the piece who've had to get loads of like emails because you know we have had tons of people who've come out and said like what they were doing on may 20th or what they were doing on any of these dates like people have had a hard fucking time so it does just feel like genuinely offensive to see wine and cheese parties but oh they were in the evening they're an extension of the office the garden is an extension of the office like i just don't think that kind of passes the smell test, mm -hmm. as they say. So yeah. to fall back on some of these excuses is just, it's just a bit embarrassing for everyone, really. Where's it all coming from? Is it, is it your boy Dom? Hopefully Uncle Dom's involved. Uh, I mean, he, he has the source, but he's, he's, he's kind of like led the reverse, guard, the behind guard uh, on, on the offences. He'll wait for something to come out in the public and then be like, yeah, I was there. Like, he's not actually leaking it himself. Oh, okay. I don't know, because, like, we had a bit of a sea change this week because there was all the pre-Christmas stuff and then a bit more coming out of the mirror. And you can understand why the mirror would leak this shit, right? It's the mirror. It's the good yeah. Labour manifesto newspaper. But for the Telegraph, yeah, for the Telegraph, which is basically the pamphlet of membership, to not only uh, leak this one, but to come out with the extra special 
royal flavored Prince Philip's funeral wubs exclusive. Yeah, yeah, that's wild. It's mad chat. <clears throat> it's mad chat. So you kind of think like, who's he? Who like has but, he pissed off the Barclays brothers? Like, is that is that what's up? I mean, and it's actually dumb politics. And I if our that, listeners don't know what you're talking about, yeah, because that's a little bit newer. That was last night. The yeah, 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 Prince Philip thing. Maybe you want to break down. Yeah. That so, piece. so in addition to all the, uh, in addition to to all the wubs that they've been having. Seemingly non-stop. I don't think anyone party is more than a fucking civil servant by the, by the sounds of it. They are living. They are living. Yeah. I had to get a job in the foreign office or some Rock shit. Rock off your back. Yeah. I was, <laughs> I was going to go for conscience. You've mm. stolen my joke, but yeah. thanks. Yeah. Um, uh, the, the it just night- seems to be a lot of leaving parties though. It's like, Everyone's fair enough, like working through COVID really hard, lots of leaving parties, but like I had people leave my company. I had people start my party, my company. Like no one was partying no welcome pizza, no yeah, living drinks. Plus, they're like they're Tories, so I don't I, like. I don't believe they actually like or each maybe other because these people Sabrina are incapable didn't of get emotion. The invite, oh, perhaps, boy. perhaps, perhaps. <laughs> cheese I mean, parties boy. only, but maybe. So, maybe. So, so heavy lift. But yeah, I think wine, yeah. no cheese. Just like their continent, because that's what keeps <laughs> all coming out. All wine, no cheese, no fromage. <laughs> In number ten, they thank Sabrina's. I'm going to be sick faces. It's, nah, it's, nah, it's can timeless. We, can we? Can we? Put, talking of my people, I'm going to split this one. Can we talk about Auntie who's had the video? <laughs> Wine in Pambaris. She was doing. She was doing what she was supposed to do. In the house, like she's been on the GLA for ages. She's one of my like absolute faves. You know her. I've been to events where she's spoken. I see her. I want to actually. You see how she avoided it. I like. I don't know. I don't know her in it. Like Like, I've been to events. Like because if you're in politics and you're a black woman, like you seek out others. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like there's not a lot of us. Yeah. Um. So at first when I watched it, I just was like, this whole video is like tapping into some deep-seated trauma. Like, I just feel like I can't <laughs> watch it. Like, everything just felt like, everything clenched, everything closed. Second-hand like, embarrassment. This, this is horrible. Yeah. And then as well, I was like, oh, it's a GLA event, or like a me- event when he was mayor, because I think that's like Jeanette Arnold. Um, but yeah, I don't know who's been sitting on that weird, awkward dance floor it's, moment. That's, that's bleak for everyone involved. It's bleak for everyone. Anyway, let's get yeah. to the point. Uh, these men decided to have a party the night before Prince Philip's Too funeral, nice. which madly enough was in April last year. That's almost a year ago. Like, fuck, where, where did that time go? Anyway, decided to have a piss up. The reason this kind of pissed me off is I have more faith in my people uh, from a Machiavellian perspective. And the, they had half a brain cell. They could be like, well, you know, we're having a wake. We're having a wake, right? We're, we're bevving on. We're pouring our Guinness onto the floor. We were celebrating mm. Uncle Phil. Yeah. Uh, and that was it. Like, leave us alone. They didn't yeah. even go for that. No. They were just like, yeah, boy, a couple people left. Uh, yeah. So we decided to get pissed up. And what was really, really funny is that there's been this like little micro leak in the story. Apparently they sent someone to a Tesco's. Co-op. Co-op. With... The co-op is 24 hours. The Tesco's closed at 11. Closed at 11 o'clock. Closed at 11 o'clock, which means yeah. that they would have obviously been going to at least like two o'clock in the morning or something, but someone's managed to get a suitcase full of booze down the most policed street in the country, bruv. Like who the fuck was on the gate of down? Oh, it was the Met. Oh, yeah, no, yeah, the yeah, Met. Yeah, I mean, the Met were on yeah, the gate yeah, down yeah, the street. Yeah, yeah. The Met were on the gate. So this Easily is kind of like, for me, like Boris and them and have parties. They don't really care about the rules, whatever. It's kind of, kind of jokes. But like the Met, like, come on, bruv. There's been more confessions than Usher in this whole saga now. Very good. And, thank you very much. Uh, people have been admitting things that. left, yeah, right, and centre. There's, there's, I've got another one. There's more sorries than Monster Boy. Shout out the UK Garage <gasps> Gang. Come oh on. Oh my God. Come my on. heyday. Um, and the Met still refused to do anything. So like, the thing come out a year ago and people were like, no, they're having, party. they're having parties. They're having parties. And the Met were like, 
No. And then people were like, well, right, fine, but we have the names and the times and the locations. They were having parties and the Met were like, yeah, no. No, and then yeah. people, and then people were like, "Yeah, no, sorry, I was actually yeah, no, I was there, I was there, I did it, I was there, I'm sorry." And the Met were like, "No, this one's not for us. This one's not for us." So I'm gonna ask you both. <clears throat> Boris mm. must be on his way out now. He's finished out here, surely. Not yet. No, yeah, I agree. Not I yet. don't think it'll go yet. We've got the local elections in May. Mm. I think it'll be like absolute upheaval for them to try and do a leadership situate like theirs can move quite fast but like it still would be mad crazy to do it now and also if the local elections don't go well then it's a bit of a clean kill like he'll just be like easiest way to get him out he messed up he might even fall on his own sword if the local elections don't go well um and then no one has to get their hands dirty by yeah. like writing their little letters yeah so this is basically the the overarching mm. view that i've got at the moment is that the Tory party is ultimately the party of regicide. And that's kind of how they have evolved throughout the years. They tend to, they eventually get to a point where they take down the leader and, and it's good for business. But what Boris has done by creating this cabinet was basically create a party of pussies because they're all Brexit campaigners who don't really believe in Brexit. They were just too shook to stand up to him because they wanted a seat in government. So all the actual like nasty bastards who run the Tory party are sitting on the back benches and they've been so battered in the press over the last two years, especially with their Remainers, that they have, they've lost enough capital with the public to run for leadership. So people talk about the two main contenders being Rishi and Liz Truss. Now Rishi is basically a Boris creation. He sent him out for the leadership contest. Um, he got him to snake his old mentor in Sajid Javid. Uh, Did he snake Boris, him? Yeah, 100%, he took the chancellor off him. Snake it off him? It stuck, snaked it to his face. Anyway. Um, Rishi's not going to do it because, as you say, there's a cleaner opportunity in May to do so. Uh, and I think it's a bit early. I think people would see it as overtly opportunistic. I'm worried about Rishi down the road because I think yeah. he's a dangerous prospect, but now is a bit too early. And then the other main contender is Liz Truss. And the thing about Liz Truss is that if you spend so much time on Twitter, you, like, you know who she is. Thankfully, nobody with a life knows who the fuck Liz Truss is. And at least half of people who do know who she is think she's a dickhead. So she's not really a threat. So my point is that, like, because Boris has created a cabinet and a party of pussies, there's no one with a bottle to actually go for the king's throat. And for that reason, I think he'll last until conference season. Mm. I'm going to move my bet forward because I always had penciled in that he wouldn't make this Christmas. Uh, I don't think he makes conference. I think they start conference with a new leader within an election. When's conference? September. 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 Yeah, there's um, like <clears throat> last week, September. Yeah. Uh, so I think they go to conference with a new leader and they go for a spring summer election next year. Yeah. Yeah, Sabrina. I think that's within the realms of possibility. I will say in defense of the Tories, uh, it was often said that they couldn't organize... Johnny, wow. They couldn't organize a piss up in a brewery. And yet they've proven themselves very adept at organizing multiple piss ups. Just click. Don't encourage him. Just click. Don't just encourage just him. Just do it. Just do it. Just do it. I, 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 <sighs> also in defense of the Tories, when they said, um, when they said uh, I didn't know this was a party, I too... I too have ended up on an accidental date off LinkedIn. So uh, I saw you say that on Twitter and I was like, mm, gonna get more detail. Yeah, we're not, we're not doing detail, but just for context, <laughs> uh, the takeaway is that white people are easily confused by social situations. That's <laughs> why we can't dance. Um, so I, like, I can relate. I can relate as to why he's had a tough time 
Yeah. On that one. Yeah. Um, although it is obviously very funny, like discourse, discourse, discourse. Very funny, like this is the straw that breaks the camel's back of the British people. Like <laughs> years of corruption and racism. You can't, you can't upset our match. Hmm. It's her. That's the nuclear red button. That's yeah. the nuclear red button. That's right? kind of what wrapping the whole, all the stories together. Because like it takes a lot to get into the minds of the public and there's been a drip, drip, drip. And like, you know, if you are someone on Twitter, you're kind of like a highly informed person. And most people are just like going about their life. They might see a headline, they might see a newspaper. But I think this constant party thing, when it's very easy to remember, I didn't have any parties or I didn't have a birthday or like, I didn't see someone at a, fun like at a funeral. Like people yeah, generally yeah, yeah. couldn't lay their family to rest, yeah. like in a way they wanted to. So it's huge to be like, oh, yeah. Their garden's an extension of their office, so they were allowed mm. to have cheese and wine. I think it just like <clears throat> it's almost like above politics, and it just it it upsets people's sense of right and wrong. Yeah. And once once you're in that area, you're kind you're of toast. But also in refund. No, I'm gonna refund ask. all the people. Refund all the people who got all fucking fined. fined. What the fuck, bro? Don't know. Pay back. Yeah. Don't know. And I'm gonna ask this next question. You're not allowed to answer. Okay. Racism. Where is Keir in all this? Man like Starmer. Jeffrey Starmer. <laughs> Jeffrey. Dave Starmer. <laughs> Richard, I think, one I, think he, I think he's been doing bits these last yeah, few years. Yeah, because he's not been allowed in front of a fucking like. camera. I, no, I genuinely think one of the things, like, it always sounds like an excuse, like, being in opposition is the worst job because essentially you have to, like, try and get attention for what you're saying. Are you listening, Johnny? It's the easiest job. How can you say it's the, it's the easiest job? I don't think it is. This is, I, think getting, I think actually getting, like, cut through, which is, like, a stupid journalistic term, uh, is quite hard. And, like, ultimately, you know, when it comes to the real nuts and bolts of it, they've got an 80 seat majority. So we can be like, bring this thing to the house. We want to vote you down or we don't agree with what you've done. But ultimately like talk is cheap when there's an 80 seat majority. Talk about it, Sabrina. Talk about it. people are scared or they want to hold their seat talk or they want to still be in power. Uh -huh. And there was a lot of clamoring. Like, why doesn't he ask him to resign? Why doesn't he ask him to resign? Like asking someone to resign from your isolation in Camden does nothing. Like actually getting in front of the house and being for once like, forensic i suppose in a way that works because there was so much detail so it like forensic he waited for a fucking admission then he asked him to yeah, resign but like like preparing and having shit. the detail in this occasion worked because you could just be like on may 20 if you did this on may 15 if you did this because they were literally like running an 18 to 30s club in there so like i think that kind of works but where we go from now and how you have those like death blows or do you just leave the op leave the party your opposite number to just kind of eat themselves yeah exactly is some of the kind of difficulties that come with when you are in politics like yeah. when do you go for the kill or when do you just leave people to do it yeah and in defense of Starmer, because i'm doing the in defense of uh topic this week at least he finally <laughs> found the cojones to actually call for the resignation like he could have done it at least five times by now but i think calling for resignations that then get ignored and laughed at just make you look weak mm -hmm. There are many times we might be like, has Boris pushed it too far or have the party done something crazy? Maybe that person should resign. Or like, you know, when Hancock was out doing bits, like he resigned. So, you know, where is the sense of decency? I think that is a broader question. Like I remember the old days where it felt like people resigned for stuff. They apologized for stuff. Mm. I'm really showing my age now. Uh, but that just doesn't seem to happen anymore. Mm, mm, mm. And so fronting it out and being like, you should resign and then just getting laughed at. I don't know if that would have helped. Meanwhile, in Buckingham Palace. Mm. Is that where he lives? Uh, uh, is he thereabouts? He's probably got some fucking gaff in there thereabouts. He'll be in a palace. Yeah. In, in, in a palace. Meanwhile, in a palace. Chickens are finally coming home to roost oh on boy. old Andy. Mm. 
The Duke of York's military titles and royal patronages. Was that that right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Have been returned to the Queen, Buckingham Palace have said. Prince Andy will also stop using the style. I like they call it style. His Royal Highness in an official capacity. Stop using the source. It comes as he faces a US civil action over sexual assault allegations. Haram. Claims he has consistently denied on grounds of being at Pizza Express. <laughs> Sorry. Not being able to sweat mm. and other choice excuses, fuckeries. <laughs> I feel like uh, we shouldn't laugh because, like, genuinely there are like victims involved. But yeah, the excuses yeah, yeah. this man has like pulled I, from I places. I frequently go back to that interview. Oh my god, me too. Like, I watched it twice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I watched it twice because I watched like this. Is how much of a fucking geek I am. Um, like, my friends were coming around and we we're gonna like just. Eat you, snacks you, and be ridiculous. <laughs> and I was like, there's going to be this thing on. Like, I think it will go off. Like, he, it's crazy. It's about, like, all the sexual assault allegations. Like, let's watch this interview. <laughs> then, like, 10 minutes in, they were, like, fully in. Yeah. Because it just kept getting more mad. Yeah. Like, it just kept getting more crazy. Yeah. So, um, essentially, this has hotted up. There have been obvious. And, you know, you all know what we're talking about. The, it's the whole, um, what's her name? Uh, Ghislaine Maxwell Jeffrey Epstein, Prince Andrew, Virginie Guffrey, Jeffrey situation that has finally come to a head. The Queen and the gang have finally had enough. And we find ourselves in a situation where somehow, and this, this is this was my, one of my biggest things from this story, is uh, somehow Prince Andrew finds himself with an equal punishment to that of uh, Prince Harry. Don't even get me started. Prince Harry, whose only sin was uh, bringing a lighter than beige. Giving me a black princess <laughs> to love. Lighter than beige, little cutie called Archie. That's his name, right? Archie? Yeah. Something like that. Um, and our black queen, Meghan Markle. My queen. To wear some royal bling bling. That's his only sin. That's his only crime. And he ends up getting the exact same punishment, so to speak. As Prince Andrew, who has been um, been engaging in essentially what is an absolute ring of sexual assault and sex trafficking. I revert back to our white male correspondent, Johnny Vivas, to open up and explain what is going on. Yeah. It, listen, it's been a bad week for overweight uh, rich white dudes with poor lying skills and I'm not here to defend them because if they were better liars they'd have gone off with it um, I did like um, I did like Prince Andrew's defence however um, which like casually was something along the lines of well my mate the nonce has already paid for this one so you can't fucking sue me um, but also uh, oh yeah, by the way, that, um, that law that Andrew Cuomo passed to extend the statute of limitations for child rape uh, is unconstitutional. So yeah. see me in the Supreme Court, bitches. Uh, I think that was the bit at which was just like, I mean, you can't really be disappointed in like royalty, but that was like, you have got an aggressively horrible legal team yeah. that are willing to do that. To do awful things. To do awful things, say awful things, and do things that will have massive legal repercussions for other women, victims. For regular plebs. Like, yeah. to get justice. Like, you really are playing a dark game if you want to, like, get things ruled as unconstitutional and go to the Supreme Court. Like, 
awful. I mean, fundamentally, this is a family that basically is famous for plundering the resources and exploiting the people of the entire planet. Yeah. And yet this is a new level of audacity. Mm. And in that sense, I think, I think Prince, in, in the same way that I thought, what was the, the rapper? The baby. The baby. I thought the baby was a thought leader in his approach to being uncancelled. Yeah. I think Prince Andrew is a pioneer in the audacity game. Uh, and I think that the history books will look beyond him once he settles out of court, as all innocent people do. Why do people keep on saying, sorry, were you going to land? I was, but you've interrupted No, me. no, go, go, go. No, sorry. I thought crashed, you had landed. We've crashed my now. Bad, about my you. bad, my bad. I was just going to say that I'm sick of this poor queen chat, to be honest. Why? She would have known. Oh, yeah, she's known the entire time. She's obviously known the entire time. What do you think? Oh, but the joke thing is that apparently, like, he was the favorite son as well. That's what they keep saying. Yeah, he was I the favorite son. Like, imagine if you're Charles. Boy. Like, he's, wait till you I'm like him more than me? <laughs> this guy? You this like Andrew more than me? Do you reckon he's had that conversation? Do you reckon he's gone up to, like, the is queen? Is he the youngest? Is Andrew the actual youngest or the second uh, youngest? Well, Charles obviously the oldest. Uh, there's one who went into hiding Edward, there. Edward, Andrew, there's, um, I don't even know what order they're in. Don't know. Wasn't, uh, no, Margaret was the sister. And to do, yeah, uh, maybe it's Charles and Anne, then Andrew, and then there's one who's disappeared, right? He's married a wrong one. Akinwale. Akinwale. Yeah. You're suggesting there's a missing royal? Well, there's one Ak that we've Akinwale. 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 <laughs> yeah. uh, it's all very bleak. It's all very, I mean, what, what, fuck, what, what is the take? Yeah, Why I mean, is it taking so fucking long? Why did it take because, so long? Because rich people can drag things through the courts. Yeah, like, it that's just, basically what's up. And especially like, in America. Just, like, It just takes a really long time. And I think like, Obviously, like money and privilege help, as we know. Like, didn't help Harry. Well, didn't help Harry. That's kind of yeah. what I mean when I say, why is it taking so long? He got that these titles taken off him with the quickness. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They <laughs> doesn't even have the Instagram account anymore. <laughs> they don't even have like Sussex Royal anymore. They cannot use the word royal. Like they went hard on them. And like, this has been five years, I'd say. It's, I think it's dragged on for, for like five years, while. right? Half a decade, easily. Yeah. Well, while. maybe it's because Prince Andrew only raped white girls and. If he'd raped a black girl, they might have taken everything off him quicker. Uh, I don't know if you've been living in the climate we've been living in the last forever worry, but well, from I think it's the other way around. Well, from, but they would have found it deplorable that he'd even had intercourse. Oh, I see what you, what okay, I mean. he's, he's, okay, that's, yeah. Yeah, no, we're going for like true I get what he's saying. Yeah, no, yeah, no, no. Yeah, in for a penny, yeah. in for a queen's pound. Between, I mean, between this and what color is the baby gonna be, it's just been a bad year. He's, he's what, in his 50s, 60s? Uh, 60s, early mid 60s, I think. What's, what's he meant to, what's he gonna do? He's, he, he's going down, right? He's, he's going down, he's gonna no, get No, he'll it. settle. Nah. Oh, you reckon settle. he's gonna settle? He's but right that's an check. admittance, isn't it, the settling? Innocent people settle court cases for millions of dollars all the time, bro. Name one. Don't be racist. Name one. They do it, Besides to, Michael they do Jackson. it so everyone involved can move on with their lives. Yes. But even if he settles, these titles, I mean, even if he settles and he's deemed innocent by your standards of judgment, he's still lost it with these titles, right? So, and there's no coming back from that. I think there was some guy, the guy who signed the letter, this Lieutenant General Sergeant Rank. They person, had a letter that was, had, was like, signed by 150 veterans, I think, that were like, yeah, yeah. he yeah. is so dragging us down. Yeah, yeah I think they were like, like whether he's guilty or not, he's, he's brought us into the distribution. Yeah, I think yeah, that's yeah. basically what put the Queen over the edge. So what's he going to do? 60 year old. I mean, he's got a bit, he's got a bit nothing. of cash. He's, yeah, he's got a bit of cash. I heard he's in debt, isn't he? I heard something about like a chalet that he's got and he's in massive amounts of debt. I think they've paid for the chalet, which means they can now sell the chalet. Okay. I think, yeah, that was a weird story. He'll, do what, he'll do what all famous nonsense do and go and live in New York until he dies, basically. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I want to move on from white man doing crazy shit, but we have one more. Yes. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, no. taking uh, taking the bronze medal this week. Um, no Novak, Djokovic. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Again, a bad I really enjoyed. I enjoyed that uh, yeah. pun. We that, loved that it too. Good. We loved it. It too. was good. A bad week. I said it was a bad week for rich old uh, white men who who lie about their shit. But it turns out it's a bad week for rich young white men who lie about their shit. So this yeah. is obviously the story. Serbia's favorite tennis player, Novak Djokovic. Yeah, he is. Not being allowed into Australia for the Australian Open for not having taken the vaccine. Now, there's quite a lot of background to this one. Strap yourselves into the story. The story has had some ups and downs. It has. Yeah, so he arrived in Australia on the 5th of January, believed that a visa granted to him on the 18th of November and an exemption approved by Tennis Australia's chief medical officer and the Victorian government independent expert panel will be sufficient to enter Australia. That's quite jokes, because imagine, imagine the FA being like an authoritative body to allow man to come kick ball in England during a pandemic. That's basically what that man did for tennis. Weird chat. Uh, after late night questioning at Melbourne Airport, which we're all following on Twitter, because objectively <laughs> fucking funny, um, Djokovic visa was cancelled by a delegate uh, of the Home Affairs Ministry. Um, 6th of Jan, big year, 6th of Jan last year, Bunch of white nationalists stormed government property. Your people. Sick the Jan this year. He can't be to blame for everything. Bunch of white people. He can, though. Stormed another government building on the other side of the world. Um, but their basis was that uh, having... Uh, no, his basis of, 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 of getting some kind of exemption was that he'd had, re he'd had COVID recently. Uh, and then they'd said that that itself was not a reason to get an exemption. Anyway, so the delegate concluded that because he was unvaccinated, he was a risk to people uh, and a risk to the public health of Australia. Um... However, on the Monday the 10th, a federal court judge restored the visa, concluding it was unreasonable for the Australian border force uh, to renege on a deal that gave him more time at the airport and to the address. the Grand Slam was back on. The exemption. It was at this point that Nigel Farage entered the chat and he became a cause <sighs> celebra for right-wing weirdos. Shout out Julia Hartley Brewer, <laughs> friend of the show. Um, as government lawyers uh, immediately put Djokovic on notice one of my favorite terms i'm putting you on notice Do you know what i mean that's mm. gang Strong. shit uh that the immigration minister uh could still exercise quote a personal power to again cancel the visa so you know when they were, man, were doing up um australian style immigration system this is what they meant that pretty patel can just kick man yeah i think personal not to like interrupt your rundown of madness that that is the bit that's actually like a bit shocking yeah. <laughs> like i don't really want one person to be able to make that decision oh, in any yeah. country to be honest uh Djokovic then faced a nervous wait at the airport um, with questions about his travel in the fortnight before arriving in Australia and his attendance at events after uh, his positive COVID diagnosis. So he did a little cheeky French newspaper uh, photo shoot appearance, shaking hands. Sus behavior. While he had COVID. With kids, I think. With kids around, no masks on, with... COVID. Yeah. So this is what the Spiegel Ooh. did a dig into. And I, was, they, I was hoping you'd take it there because yeah. that's what I was reading. So so they said one of two things. Either the positive uh, result was actually negative uh, uh, or it was actually dated the 26th of December, which also puts him into trouble. Now I'll get into the No, later, what but they're saying is, is that the Serbian government were involved in doctoring yeah. Djokovic's COVID status. Yeah, that, that very mad chat. So I'm going to come back to later. Djokovic has already tested positive back in 2020 yeah. when he was organising some madness, which I'll get onto uh, a bit later. Uh, at this point, uh, at, at the accusations of a doctored test, Farage didn't have much to say, unlike earlier. How convenient. <laughs> uh, on Wednesday, the 12th of January, 
Djokovic conceded that his agents made, quote, an administrative mistake. Of course. Of course. When declaring he had not traveled in the two weeks before his flight to Australia. Like, two twos. Again, at least be good at lying. At least be good at lying, right? Like, you're like one of the most famous dudes in the world. And also, don't throw your team under the bus. Like, he threw Obviously, I don't think he's sitting in a room, like, filling out forms. But just to be like, not me, Gov. Some idiot on my team. It's just a bit He threw everyone under the bus. But this one was like, not only was it not me, it was this guy. Yeah. Is it this guy fucked it? My agent, yeah. my whoever, like yeah. he threw also, everyone ha- like, under. I mean, obviously when you work for like rich, powerful, important people, like that is part of it. Like you, you take Swear shit, yeah. like, but I'd be really annoyed. <laughs> right yeah. under the Route 73. So- you get, um, He'll get a pay rise. Well, God get a pay rise. Hopefully, if he's secured the bag, at least someone's got something yeah, out yeah, of it. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, cue today's madness. As a day of recording. Uh, Hot letter three. Djokovic's visa is cancelled, uh, according to his lawyer, on the basis that his presence could, quote, incite anti-vaccination sentiment, which is actually something that I'm for. Mm. I'm for inciting anti-vaccination sentiment. I'm for them all protesting together. As has been discussed many times in this podcast, I'm a proponent of the Isle of Wight <laughs> theory. Um, and conveniently... Australia has their own Isle of Wight. They can just send everyone to Tasmania and see who survives, see who comes back off the island. Um, so Immigration Minister Alex Hawke, there's got to be a Hawkeye joke in there somewhere. Someone come up with it. Mm-hmm. We'll uh, leave that to you. Yeah. Thank you very much. Uh, to cancel the visa, uh, likely to result in Djokovic's deportation. Now, the funniest thing to me is that if he gets deported, he's basically banned from Australia for three, three years. years. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> That's so jokes. Unless he can show in future bids, quote, that compelling circumstances, uh, such as compassionate or Australian national grounds interests, uh, apply. Now, what the... I'm not uh, sure you can enter the Australian Open on compassionate grounds. Or in... So or I in, think he's going like, to... The country want to see me. <laughs> yeah. Or I'm like important. Yeah, national, that's going to be tough. National security interests. Sure. Anyway, so what the yeah. minister basically said was, today I exercise my power under the Migration Act to cancel the visa held by Djokovic on health and order grounds. Would propose a hearing to consider overturning the cancellation. Apparently, oh yeah, so Djokovic is basically going into detention. He's got a meeting at eight o'clock in the morning, Australia time, and he's going to detention after that, which is quite jokes. What the what Mr. Wood lol said, uh, the reason for the first cancellation was radically different uh, from the one given this time, uh, arguing that there was, quote, no rational basis for the conclusion. Uh, in response, the Australian Prime Minister Scott Morrison said there's no rational basis for your mum, which I thought was quite refreshing <laughs> politics. Uh, what do we that. think? No, he didn't say it. It's, oh. it's comedy. I would have really liked that. Yeah, so I'd, I'd vote for him. Because your mum is still undefeated. It's the best. It's the best chat that there is. Yeah. Yeah, it yeah, cuts. Yeah. It yeah. cuts. It like, never does cut. You've grown up, you know it's shit, yeah, yeah, but you're still yeah. like, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> like, what? Pussy. Like, what? you have been ready to fight. <laughs> my sister, when my sister, me and my sister used to fight, she used to say your mum to me. I swear <laughs> that. <laughs> what? And and your mum as well, dickhead. Yeah, the first time she said it. I just didn't know what to do. <laughs> I thought she was like, I thought she was tapping into some, yeah, I thought she was tapping into some knowledge about a family that I didn't know or some shit. Like, I was like, wait, 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 what, what, what? One more, mom? one more gear, one, one more gear. You're like, you're so bold to say that. What do you know? <laughs> yeah. But anyway, uh, over to you. What do we, what do we think about Novak Djokovic? I'm just happy that like, I think this means that like, man, like. Uh, Nadal, Rafael Nadal is probably going to remain in Federer. Feder- I'm not team Federer. I'm, I'm team I'm Nadal. I'm always team Federer. But I think it means that he, Djokovic isn't going to come close, right? Because that's one big grand slam he's not going to be able to tap into for the next few years, right? And he's already on the demise a little bit. Yeah. I mean, he'll probably win Wimbledon and the US Open. 
All that, all them drugs that, all that super, super charged drugs that they've been injecting into him from that Barcelona laboratory that got burned down and stuff clearly isn't <laughs> like clearly can't be uh, mixed with the vaccine, that right? Like is. that's probably what it is, yeah. right? But then this guy, so it's quite funny because this guy's like so medically clued up that he's on the record. And I was going to come back to this later, but he's on the record is basically saying um, that people can change the properties of water, yes, uh, through energy. Yeah, some... it's when I saw that that I was like, and I'm out. I mean, I was never on his side anyway, but I was like, you actually on record saying that. And then this whole, like, what, week and a half, two-week period this has been going on, like his wife's quote about, like, love is the only law that should matter. Hun? Yeah, so, so she's serious. So she's also an idiot. Be so, serious. So, to do, so I was like, I, I Googled, like, other Djokovic controversies just to see if this guy had, had previous. He had that weird big party. Yeah, so I've got them. I've got them listed here. So water is the way to go is one of them. Um, came on the fire when he claimed it was possible to alter the composition of water and food through positive thinking. Hmm. Uh, in okay, an cool. online exchange with wellness guru Shervin Jafarie, hmm. one number one said, I've seen people, and I know some people, that through energetical transformation, through the power of prayer, okay. through the power of gratitude, hmm. they managed to turn the most toxic food or the most polluted water into the most healing water. The point that at which you're like saying energetical transformation, drop me out. I'm not sure. That just sounds like a word. Exactly. Just, I'm like, drop me out. You yeah. made stuff up. Yeah, here. no, I'm done. That just sounds like a Nigerian church. <laughs> it, it, it's, it's big Pastor Possibly. John energy. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just like, yeah, just stop. Pastor stop. Toby would say something like that. Yeah. And it's also easy to obviously be like, you know, a he fan of energetical Toby. transformation when you have like the world's best nutritionists, yeah. the world's best doctors. Like, let's be serious, hun. So what he said was that because water reacts, and scientists have proven that molecules in the water react to our emotions and to what's being said. That's, that's, this, this is the scientist on whom you weirdo fucking anti-vax right-wing Farage dickheads. Um, I do back him though. I back him. I do back him though. Novak Djokovic, Kyrie Irving, all these men who are just like, look, keep that jab away from me, B. I respect it. We have to respect it. Yeah, so like- I'm I respect all... choice, but also yeah. respect other people's choice to run a massive, like, how long is it open? Like two week, three yeah, week yeah, event yeah. with hundreds of people around. And you need that event to like not get taken out by people being ill. Yeah, yeah, You need yeah. the rules. Just fill out your forms properly. Rules are rules, I think, exactly. I think that's the thing that's been so weird in this story. It's been so mm. up and down. Like he filled out a form badly. Then it was processed badly at the airport. So then he had an excuse for an appeal. Yeah. Then some politician can tell him no yeah, yeah, yeah. like it's just been like too messy. much negligence for it to be like a massive coincidence like or it's like just been accident. messy yeah, all yeah, around yeah. like it yeah. feels like he should be treated the same as anyone yeah, yeah. and anyone who spent a hungover saturday watching like border force australia knows they don't fuck around they do not you can't even take like an apple, a bag of crisps, whatever. They're talking to you about like, you're going to ruin your their bio. Yeah. bio. You're, you might ruin the Australian like yeah, outback yeah, yeah. and you're a biohazard. So <laughs> the fact that no, he- it's, the it's, No, but it's real. Yeah, like, but, but, but it's real shit. Really, it's real shit. really yeah. serious. My they're, sister went and she, this, she literally echoed everything you just said. Yeah, they are so serious about it. So like of all the places to not have your form sorted, to not have like, oh, your agent feels something out wrong. So did your manager. Like- you're just like negligent then. Mm, like mm, just mm. do your job properly because you're going to a serious country. Yeah. Like let's not forget the detention setting that he's at has had people in there for like nine, 10 years. Yeah. Like we know they take this seriously yeah. to think you could just like breathe in and out and be like, but I'm famous. No, yeah. they're going to keep you up all night for six hours of questioning. So this is, this is my favorite angle where Nigel Farage, Uncle Nigel has now apparently become an advocate of immigration detention rights. Uh, yeah. because he's been complaining about the conditions in which yeah. Novak Djokovic has been held. And I just, I've always kind of thought ironic that a man who's basically only famous for campaigning to keep Eastern Europeans off of yeah. islands 
is now suddenly pissed that an island wants to keep one particular Eastern European off it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's quite funny. So here we are. We've got, this is It's a new year. It's not a new me. But it yeah. is a new Nigel. And Nigel is now pro-weak borders, pro-immigration. I just think Nigel European. is just like so embarrassingly grasping. Have like, you met him? I just, no. Huh. No way. Like, I just think the idea that like how he just like latches onto everything with like no shame at all yeah. is actually quite incredible. Like yeah. he just yeah. like, That's ta- hustle. he He's just like takes something. the hits. Yeah. Everyone's like, you're an idiot. You got like Andy Murray getting his Twitter fingers ready. Like he, like also, Nigel like, you is like mad. Like You've lost every election you've ever run for. Yeah. Uh, people that you actually used to work with think you're a dickhead. You're a dog shit trader in the city. Your life's a failure. You've got no yeah. money. You're a wasteman. He's like, oh yeah, it's bad. Like uh, fucking immigrants. He did have one big win though. To Which be one? fair. Brexit. I mean, that's a big win. By the end, I don't I think mean, he, he wasn't really he involved that much because he's so toxic. Because he's so toxic. <laughs> he cut but, him out of it. But this, but like the whole like this situation, the only way I think that like Novak can really like come out of this without seeming like a proper dickhead, which I know some people don't like him anyway, is if he actually had some opinion or like tried to voice some stories of what it really was like there in detention. So to hear like, he's got terrible food. It's like, yeah, so other people have been there for like eight Months. years because yeah, yeah, yeah. Australia don't play. No, like, we're all, now we're all, we're very clear. Yeah, all like, these right wing Daily Mail readers were going nuts and anti-vax. You all now have to be immigration detention protesters basically. Yeah. So like, I if he, you know, I would never be advising him, but like just, you know, showing a bit of care for those people yeah. could probably do, help his reputation. Because uh-huh. at the minute he just seems really petulant. So now on this point in particular, he has been panned in the past um, because when he arrived in Melbourne for the 2021 Australian Open, uh, remember the beginning of last year was a madness with half the fucking country on fire in Australia. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, and he uh, whipped up another storm by issuing a list of requests uh, for his participation in the event, reportedly including being given a private home with private tennis courts uh, during a time where half the country was on fire, um, to which... Maybe my favourite modern tennis player, Nick Kyrgios, simply replied, quote, Djokovic is a tool. Yo, Kyrgios is that guy, bro. He's the, he yeah. is that guy. He is that guy. I wish he was successful so it wasn't just like chat. <laughs> but he's all sorts, right? He is the <laughs> Hatem Ben Arfa of tennis. It's just pure sauce. But Hatem Ben Arfa was a baller. Yeah, it's pure sauce. He's not going to yeah, win anything because it's just too much sauce. Yeah, I feel Too much good. sauce. Um, so anyway, so Djokovic has basically also got a record as well of being a dickhead, of being pretty benign to COVID. Uh, in the middle of 2020, he organised um, the Adria Tour, which is a series of events around the Balkans. Um, but the tournament had to get abandoned in Croatia because Bulgarian tennis player Grigor Dimitrov tested for coronavirus. Mm-hmm. After which Djokovic and his wife Yelena, as well as Viktor Troiki and his missus, also went to reveal positive tests after the tour's cancellation and were then heavily criticised for dancing and embracing in a nightclub. This guy has got plenty, plenty previous. And yeah, that plenty, party was a bit mad. Antibodies. It was like a sort of old school, like chicken pox party from yeah. like the 80s. Yeah. Like, no one needs a party now, babe. Just Ant- antibody party. Just stop. But like more insidiously, like, so he's been pictured fairly recently um, with Serbian extremist nationalists who have links to a group called the Drina Wolves who, beyond like tennis and banter or whatever, were actually involved in the 1995 attack on Srebrenica and basically have, have themselves on video of capturing fleeing Bosniaks and uh, leading them to execution sites. So this guy is genuinely friends with like genocide. Did that come out as a result of all this madness this, no, this week? Or is, I was going to say, because boy, yeah. this is how the internet can do you. Man. Well, this has been on the internet I think he's known for, for not 
being nice. He's a prick. And that's yeah. me being very yeah. generous. Yeah. He's always been a prick. And he's yeah. also, he's basically, essentially, all right, maybe he's not come out and said anything himself because he's got good PR people, going back to the baby. Uh, but he uh, is openly friends with genocide deniers, with secessionists, with Serbian nationalists. Like this, this dude's not a very nice bloke. Yeah. Um, and beyond also being the third best tennis player of all time, which probably ranks him, uh, rankles him. Um, he's just a bit of a prick. So yeah. like, is it a surprise that he's tried to force his way into Australia through privilege? No, probably not. Because I think he sees himself as some kind of godlike being. Very good. Very good. Sabrina. Yeah. <laughs> One of the most important questions you're going to answer today. Do you want to go before or after the Drake story? <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're going to talk about you but what, what do you want to where do you want to position yourself before or after oh Drake God, before and after a bit of hot Drake. you've been saying sauce a lot today it's almost as if you knew yeah it's, it's, this, it's there's, it's there's a lot of sauce so, coming up buddy I don't know the, I don't know this story I've deliberately stayed ignorant let's do Sabrina first <laughs> skill of mine let's do serious first and then bring the <laughs> yeah because uh, that is bringing the yeah, fucking yeah, down yeah man. yeah so <laughs> we have as I said if you're just tuning in we have the mayor of Camden the in actual the house. Mayor of Camden. that's so mad to yeah. say it's, it's just like chilling up. chilling here in the throne oh an easy get it just takes a DM when I'm here <laughs> <laughs> yeah as it turns out it's, it's, uh, it's, yeah 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 <laughs> thank you again for, for being here um, I was asking you before if you've been on, on podcast before it looks like you are experienced um, I'm sure the listeners will agree that this is a, this is going to be a good one. Um, but yeah, we want to know more about you. Um, my first question before we get into like who you really are, your history, your background is why the fuck does Camden need a mayor? So there are 33 mayors in London. Every borough has like a civic mayor. So you have like political leadership, but then mayors like me, like mayors with chains are civic mayors. By the way, Where's the chain at? You didn't bring it here. Where's, the Where's chain? it at? Because is it here? Did you is, come on? No, is it I, about... I literally don't have the chain. Oh, um, dead. Don't even, release, don't even release this episode. <laughs> yeah, so basically, pointless. Basically, like essentially, there are two chains to like let you two into the chains. Let you into how it all really works. Okay. So there is a like replica chain, which looks quite different from the real chain. To be honest, if I need to like go to something on public transport or go to something where I might not be safe or where there's just like yeah, huge yeah. crowds of people and it's quite dangerous to be in a yeah. old like gold thing in right. public. Um, and then there's like the proper chain. Uh, to get me in the proper chain, you need to like fill out a form, tell the mayor's office where you want me, what you oh. want, what you want from me. And then they like, the chain is actually kind of, mayors often joke that the security and the driver you get is for the chain, not us. And like that is completely true. Like our, lots of boroughs have got really, really like, old very precious chain so yeah, yeah, yeah. they kind of yeah, that's why you get driven around but yes yeah, so you said no 33 chain. london mayors yeah so that all the boroughs have a mayor i don't think the average person knows that i didn't think every borough had a mayor yeah, I don't every think borough has, every so, yeah borough break has down the political sphere the hierarchy yeah, how so, it works so every every borough has a mayor i'm in a whatsapp group with lots of this year's mayors which is quite entertaining is it uh, popping <laughs> it's funny we're can, all quite different can like, i have some, a look before you go sometimes the chat is quite dry, but it's the stuff that's really important to us or stuff we have to work out because obviously we're kind of all mayors in this like slightly strange political moment. Like, are you having meetings? Are you chairing stuff? Are you allowed to meet your community groups? Who, like, it's who's, all... who's the rogue mayor? Who's different... the one who sends the, are... the bants and, and... There are no rogue mayors, really. Oh. Like, as you, I'm sure you can imagine because you've probably met other mayors who do not look like me. Um, it's not really like a group that's like popping off. I'm like the second youngest mayor this year. Uh, Wait, who's the youngest? The youngest is my mate Adam, who's mayor of Haringey. He's 
turned 30 like two weeks ago or something. Jesus. Never going there. Um, but shout out Adam. Yeah. Fair enough. So, I like, live in Harringay actually. He's your can, he, can he sort my cancel tax? So what, when I come to yours, is that Harringay? Yeah, yeah. Oh, so I have been there. Shout yeah. out Adam. Yeah, there you go. Um, so yeah, so every borough has a mayor. We are civic mayors. So what we do is we will be, we'll meet community groups. We will raise money for charity. You kind of like represent your borough. Yeah. I think kind of the rules or not even the rules protocol it's all protocol like states that like there's nobody higher in the borough apart from if royalty visit like it's all a bit strange because you are your borough's first citizen and often the civic mayor is the person who chairs full council which is like a session of parliament so you have all the councillors in a room and you mm. argue about policy and stuff the mayor kind of sits above it all for that year mm. is apolitical and chairs the meeting fairly and openly oh. so everyone is like happy that's nice apolitical kind of like us <laughs> Definitely like us. Impartial. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. As impartial yeah. as the BBC. Yeah. 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 So how long have you been doing it? Uh, I have been mayor since May. So a council year runs from May to May, traditionally. Um, and, you know, council elections are often mm -hmm. May. So May's a big month for us council people. But I was, I've been deputy mayor for two years because I was supposed to be mayor in 2020, but obviously COVID. Uh, so we kept our old mayor on for an extra year. And then I started last year. Yep. Yeah. And I'm doing till May this year. Some other boroughs did it the other way. Their mm -hmm. mayor started on time in 2020 and is now doing their second year. So in this year's chain gang, as they call it. Uh, no, that's sorry, the sound sorry, sorry, of sorry. the man. They call you the chain gang. The chain. I yeah, I'm always like, guys, yeah. chain gangs aren't great. Yeah, that's not is this the, <laughs> crazy. Is this the, everyone's like, it's just a nickname for mayors. I was like, oh, crazy, I don't know it? how I feel about that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> how much of that kind of stuff do you have to like encounter? Some of those older school what? Bars and barbs that you just have to like stomach. A lot of like it is fully weird being a mayor. Like you go to places and obviously like I stand out because I am quite different. Yeah. Um, some of them like the mayors as a group generally like take it quite well. There are lots of mayors who are obsessed with how young I am, and it's also like I look younger than are we I am. To, do we like to do we like to ask age? Is that a yeah yeah? I'm thirty seven. Um, but like in mayoral I mean I would have never guessed that I literally looked 27 That's Jesus Christ Amen. Jesus Christ right. but I always say to people it's just because I got my baby fat still oh uh, wait we need to ask we need to ask like the the most important question in this podcast history okay E45 or Nivea <sighs> I can't even back Nivea anymore are we just talking just, but are we talking I've, just I've left, like I've left like, Team Nivea you know, team I told you that I told you that yeah, I told but you are, that. We are we talking just like basic body moisturization yeah. Yeah. or like the shower gel? It's, it's, like the, it's the one go-to cream. Moisturizer. Your, it's your moisturizer. E45 on Nivea. Or maybe she doesn't use either. Oh, no, because that would be weird. I don't actually use those, but because they remind me being young. My problem with Nivea is like sometimes that smell is like a bit much. Thank you. Whereas E45 Thank reminds you. me of properly being young. Because you remember the you. old days when yeah. you could like get it on prescription? Yeah. Like, but that's why I never bought it because to me it's like actual like proper like, like hardcore medicinal stuff. Like yeah, you've got a weird <laughs> yeah, like, scratch and yeah. like mum's got a massive tub. Yeah, yeah. still use it. I, I moved over to Avino. I told you. Oh, that yeah, gets yeah. the rave reviews. Yeah, yeah, People yeah. love Avino. You, you, you not seen Muscat? That one. It's like. Right. Huh. What do you use? This because this is a key question, Benny. Avino's popping. Oh. Walada is meant to be popping. Of what? Yeah, Walada. Yeah, Walida. Walida. Yeah, Walida. again, Walida. they <laughs> sold. I was like Walada, <laughs> the Walahi cream, the Wahala cream. Yeah, no, they <laughs> because that is a natural one. They sold that in like the aforementioned uh, grocery shop I worked it's in. It's expensive. It's like organic, isn't it? Oh my lord! It's very good though. It's yeah, good. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I feel like we've really <laughs> meandered. We've meandered quite intensely. So, like, what's 
the plan, I don't want to put you on the spot. And obviously you're very, very young and new to this very big role, not new to politics, obviously. But like, what's, what's the plan? Like first black female PM, like, <laughs> is that the plan? Uh, no, okay. uh, because I was talking to someone about this the other day, actually, like, I get, I get asked this question quite a lot, yeah. but I'm always like, have you seen how much abuse like black female politicians oh, yeah, get? Yeah, like, yeah. Firstly, my friends can't be trusted. They'll be in the Twitter streets popping off at people. <laughs> <laughs> like, and also, so would I. Like, yeah. generally, like, <laughs> like, I feel like... I, ge- my like, mum. <laughs> like, I feel like that's part of the problem. Your mum. Your mum. <laughs> yeah, so I feel Scott like, Morrison, hold one, guys. Yes, yeah, so like, I don't... Yeah, I'm sorry. I think I'd find it really... Send me your Addy. Yeah, find yeah, it really... me. You know what I am. I'm in Camden, bro. Yeah, I think I'd find it really <laughs> annoying. And like, on a serious level, it's, it's a lot of hard work. I think, like, I could probably do the job. Like, I think I could be a very committed, probably like a fairly good MP, but actually like getting there can take quite a lot of effort and time. And mm. yeah, and like I said, the sticks you get is really hard. Like, even today, I had to deal with some person who's trying to make a formal complaint because I made a video for Black Pound Day during Black History Month. Oh. And they're like, mm, why, why what, what was the complaint? Why, oh, there, why? Ain't, there ain't a white pound day. Literally, like I like the reason my you tweet can Mayor, shove your mobo Mayor, up your ass. Mayor Francis, why are you black? <laughs> yeah, like literally. And um, but like that's why I had to like lock my tweets a few weeks ago because someone had clearly like discovered this video that was made back in June that we released in October for Black History Month and was just like whipping up all these other essentially like racists to be angry in my mentions. Mm -hmm. And then I was getting like direct emails to my council email about it. Then someone made a formal complaint to the council like yesterday about it or whatever. Um, And yeah, it is that essentially like, why weren't you talking about one race? It's like, well, firstly, I didn't invent Black Pound Day. Yeah, Shara Swiss. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, And he's been at Camden events. We've done like Camden really back stuff like that. And... I'm just like, I can't, like, that's just me making one video to be like, it's yeah, Black History yeah. Month, we're also supporting Black Pound Day. Yeah. And you're getting endless tweets, emails, official complaints. Like, it's a lot yeah. to take. So you have to, if you're going to go further in politics and you are not a white man. Well, that was my You next... have to really consider what you're willing to handle. That was actually my next question based on the whole thing you said about, like, critique and stick or whatever, whatever. Outside of Twitter, it is, like, letters and stuff. That's where you get Yeah, it. letters and emails. Or does the so majority like... of it come from Twitter? Because he knows my view on this thing. I think that anybody who reaches, well, who, do, who does certain jobs and reaches a certain level shouldn't be on Twitter. It should be run by somebody else. I think that, I agree with that because my day job is social media as well. Yeah. Because yeah. somehow. Um, <laughs> but I'm a little bit weird about like outsourcing trauma, which sounds a bit yeah. like posh. But like, yeah. you know, there are lots of MPs who do, have, who do have staff teams and obviously MPs ain't got all day to be on Twitter. But like for me, the idea that some like averagely paid 24 year old is seeing people call me the M word all day or like seeing like weird ransom note hate mail coming in. Doesn't really sit that easily with me either. Like there are ways you can kind of clean it up. You can do things with your mentions, but essentially Mm -hmm. Twitter's a cesspit and people are mean. Um, Told you Johnny. What? Is the accusation that I'm mean or that? No, no, no. But like, I'm still on it. I quite love it for the jokes. And, you know, like my job is on it. So I'm kind of stuck on it. Okay. Okay. So if you were to like go down the route of being an MP, what would be the next step be? Like for you, how does that work? Wait for Keir Starmer to get booed (laughs) and then take a seat. Wow. He's done it again. Jeffrey Starmer just 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 caught another one. I'm like, like what also makes it probably hard for me to become an MP is that I've essentially only really lived in two places. Okay. So like born and bred in Camden, then I went to uni in Birmingham, was there for four years and came Sorry. back. 
And often people, you know, run in seats they have like a deep seated connection to, which can be harder mm. if you haven't really like moved about that much. Yeah. Um, obviously London, bigger population, loads more counselors, lots of talented people yeah. where they then find themselves. You can often get caught up in like accusations of parachuting or you're not really from here. When if you think of like people move for jobs all the time, mm. but there's still this mm. held belief that like, if you haven't walked along every single street in your constituency, you have no right to represent it. Um, but next steps are generally someone will resign or stand down or yeah. there'll be an election and then you get into the mess of trying to be selected. Yeah. All our listeners who live in Camden are going to vote for you. <laughs> Thanks. That's our, that's our I, d- I literally don't the even need Camden them Army. all. I represent Gang. Bloomsbury a little bit just south of the Euston Road. So I don't nice. even, I just need about like 3,000 of them. Bloomsbury in gang, you're listening. Vote. Turn up local election day. Turn like up. Yeah, um, can you help me get a house in Primrose Hill? I don't even have a house in Primrose Hill. Cool. Can I have the freedom of Camden. The freedom of the borough. I don't even know if that's a thing that many boroughs give I, out. I, I don't know. I'm just, can we make it thing? Can we, we make it thing? Mayor? Like you hear about it all the time. Like so and so got to like drive some sheep across London Bridge or something. Yeah, you're the like, Lord Mayor can do that. Right? Yeah. You're like, is that a thing? I'm yeah. talking like free drinks everywhere. Like free unopposed entry to the jazz calf whenever I want. God, jazz calf. I haven't been there ages. Like, um, I. What can I you do for that. the gang? Yeah. At in, least the billboard. In your you can do a billboard. Highly esteemed position. Can I have a billboard. I do. There are, there are no kickbacks like that. Like generally, mm. I spend my time visiting like charities. We need and, like, to befriend nice her more. She's like, given yeah. us, she's given Second us, appearance. I get it, I get it. We've like, just met her. So she's cold shoulder. Yeah, I get it. I yeah, get yeah. It. I get I, it. Like genuinely, you spend your time as mayor, like truly seeing the best of your borough. Like because of COVID, I've been doing this thing where I've been trying to visit like COVID heroes and you go and see these generally often women who've just kept these like small community groups running to make sure that people had the advice they need, the money they needed, the food they needed. And you're like, yeah, this is incredible because, you know, I was lucky enough just to be sitting working at home. Yeah. Um, and the, uh, I actually, it's, it's funny because when Johnny was like, Sabrina Francis is going to be coming on, Mayor of Camden, and he told me a little bit more about you. I was like, hmm. And then I remembered the trans pride crossing, which yeah. I read about separately, completely separately. Yeah, that was. Bad. And I remember that picture that you took. And then when he sent when he sent the name, and I and I and I googled your name, I was like, Again, "This is so that, weird." That was another weird couple of. Tell, weeks. tell the people what I'm talking about. So, and that's actually in my ward. So I represent Bloomsbury, which has Gaze the Word, which is the bookshop that featured in that film Pride. Um, we've also got like a very cool little gay bar called MBS, New Bloomsbury set. Um, and so we had a trans crossing on like Trans Day of Remembrance. So it's, a cr- a, it's not a zebra crossing because zebra crossings must remain black and white. Mm. That is an important part of the story. Uh, one of the other crossings was turned light blue, pink and white for Trans Day of Remembrance, I think. Um, and I trotted down along with the cabinet members who were relevant to that work launched it official pictures official press release and stuff and it's all fine um and then everybody kicked off like they were kind of oh wow you got you got oh my god my mentions were a mess like oh. ba- like basically couldn't like use twitter what was the gist of the protest it kind of went through different phases so there was at first really happy lgbt people who were just like this is amazing lovely to live in a progressive borough oh, yeah. it and is an important day I like know where this is going yeah and then we got to people from the disabled community who were upset about it due to like access reasons and like dementia or eyesight issues and then we like take that on board because kind of 
badly timed for us, I think, just the week before. And this stuff takes ages to plan. It's a council. Mm, just course. the week before, um, Sadiq had agreed to do a review of Coloured Crossings because seven disabled groups got together and wrote him a letter. Okay. Um, but obviously plans were in train and I think ours was kind of already being painted over the weekend. And then the third phase of it was just like angry transphobes. Yeah. So you just like, just opening Twitter and just seeing like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. And all of those groups are quite big and are well connected. So you end up with just like hundreds of people either liking or quote tweeting the same tweets. Like I've had ex-colleagues, I've had people like on Instagram, loads of people like, I saw you on like Lad Bible, I saw you yeah, on this, yeah. I saw you on that. Like, yeah. to be honest, the thing that I thought was going to get us in trouble for that, because we did that on 8th of November, which is my birthday. And it was afterwards, I was like, shit, none of us are wearing poppies. Uh, you uh, hate you hate this country, basically. Because I have a proper, like, nice poppy badge because I go to so many events yeah. and it's on my other coat. Uh, so, like, did all the pictures, left. And actually, like, the driver I had that day because I was in the real yo, chain. This shit is stress, bro. He was like... Politics a lot of logistics. Stress. Yeah, he was, he was like, Madam Mayor, like, none of you are in poppies. I was like, oh, oh no. what are we going to do? So, like, messaged everyone I was with to be like, do you think we're going to be okay? And they're like, oh, we should be all right. Um, and then in the end, <laughs> they couldn't just like Photoshop one on for the <laughs> official pitch. Like, did David, Ca did <laughs> David Cameron do that one? <laughs> yeah. But so in the end, like nobody cared about the poppies. They just got really angry about yeah, the crossing. Yeah, yeah. But that, yeah, that was a weird couple of weeks. But it wow. meant lots of old colleagues and friends popped up wow. to be like, saw you on Instagram. Yeah. So you said um, it's a two year gig? One year. One year gig. So you have to hit the ground running and take no prisoners. With no view to an extension. It's just one year gig in and out. It's one year. The, the mayor before me got two years just because of COVID, but that is highly unusual. Push for the two. Come on now. My yeah, mum says uh -uh. that all the time. She's like, you should have another one. Push for the two. <laughs> like, no, you had no, to wait. Really just name the rules you had to wait. Absolutely. It's quite tiring. You you had a couple of questions uh, for Sabrina. I did. I, I was going to go more hardball. It's been quite a soft interview so far. But I, I wanted to start... It's not an interview. We don't interview. She's a co-host today. Yeah, I'm Thank you. Uh, I, I, did, I have quite a serious question. It's something we addressed on the last episode... Uh, we did Pornhub's Trend of the Years. <laughs> Trends, uh, trend yeah. of the Year. Yeah. Uh, and one of the most, kind of one of the most popular bits of feedback we had was actually um, the fondness for the growth in goth porn. Yeah. Uh, when I was growing up, Camden Market was really a cultural center yep. uh, for the goth movement. And it seems, it seems like there's been an ethnic cleansing of the goths over the last 15 years. <laughs> they're still around. Well, I just want to know what you're doing to support the goth community in the borough of Camden. I think they're still around. There's lots of shops, like Cyberdog is still there. All the shops in Camden Lock are still there. I think, like, yeah, Camden has always had the reputation for goths and, like, music and stuff. Like, when I went to uni, and people were like, where are you from? Like, just have to say Camden. And, like, everyone had either, like, got the train down there one weekend when they were 16. It was mad yeah. how many people had a yeah. connection to Camden. But we care about the goths. We care about all of that. Goths, music, rockers, the punks on the bridge, you know. It's what makes Camden Camden. Um, uh, another question. I feel, like, I, I feel I, like he's not done. No, I've got, <laughs> no, he's not. I'm, like, pretty scared. I've got questions for me, and I've got questions from constituents as well. Um, the next question I've got is the Ice Wharf. The Ice Wharf! Has been clapped for 10 years. What yeah. do you plan to do about it? <laughs> The ice wharf genuinely was like where we would drink when we were in sixth form. Yeah. Like I had a birthday there once. My boy robbed a bottle of Kavossi and then he got banged out by a bouncer. <laughs> really? Wow. Yeah. How story. did you get behind the bar? Uh, they kind of weren't looking. I think they were understaffed. So he just snuck wow. around. Understaffed? <laughs> what? A weather spoon? Um, I genuinely haven't been in the ice wharf in so long. <laughs> it's still clapped. So long. Is it still <laughs> I'm not sure I even knew it was still open. But, um, Is Chakazulu still there? Yes, Chakazulu's still there. 
Yeah, the ice wolf, that's mad. Uh, yeah. If my friends listen to this, they'll be like, what? Yeah, uh, yeah we haven't been there in um, years. Uh, I'm only allowed one more question because Rich is pointing at me angrily. Yeah. You gotta still doing that. Harringay has decided, your boy Adam has decided uh, to kick the Latinos out. Um, I don't think Adam's decided that. That's Adam not what Adam personally has decided to kick the Latinos out. Uh, and there's a gap in the markets for my people. In okay. that we don't have our Latino market in Seven Sisters anymore. Um, someone allowed the Cuban to change to Gabito and it's now also clapped. Uh, can the Latinos find refuge in the borough of Camden, please? We welcome everyone. Everyone. You have wow, like a lot of experience of like Camden nightlife. She's good at this. She's, she's like, oh, we welcome everyone. She's a politician's politician. Actually, can, I, can I have an extra one just to... No. Ba- basically, the last, <laughs> the, last, your the last thing I got to say is this is questions from constituents. Um, Explain. Yeah, who, so, what, what who are these constituents, who are Johnny? These people? So, I mean, I've got a softball one. Can we open up a, a youth club? I don't really give a shit. Um, oh, wow. But the... The question I've got is from one of my regular cabbies. Now, people who know me love, know that I love a black cab. Uh, I'm a black cab enthusiast. Rich people talking. I was just, I wasn't going to say that. But yeah, yeah we can, we can. Fair. Yeah. Maybe he's just got places to go. He's got a busy diary. I like a bus lane. He's I like a, a bus lane. He's got a busy diary. Can you? Uh, and specifically, the uh, the main gripe that I get from the black cab community, uh, specifically in the Do you actually Camden, have, like, the phone numbers of your favourite cabbies? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. This Look one, how much he wrote back. This he's, one's from Ross. His, his cabbies who listen will, to the pod will, as well. So who, who will listen to this? Ross is listening yeah. to this. Oh um, so he sent me four questions. Uh, which, four. Yeah, I'm only going to ask for an answer to one. Uh, the, I, I'm going to read them out. But the first one is why can't buses? Why can't taxis use buses like Tottenham Court Road? Uh, the second one, the third one rather, is why are so many of Camden's roads uh, being cut off, forcing traffic onto an already heavy parkway? Number four was that the cycle lane on Chalk Farm Road has been taken away and the taxi rank at the stables has gone. Can you have it back? Quote, why a cycle lane to Hampstead is needed is beyond me. Those fuckers don't even make their own coffee mm. let alone ride a bike. Uh, the question I want to ask you. Okay. Is, Bearing is in there, mind, I have no control over transport policy. Yeah. Is there any Making truth that Camden already? Council wants to pedestrianise the high street? And if so, will it happen? I'm not sure we want to do that. Um, Progestionization plans take ages. Like Westminster wanted talked about progestionizing bits of like that Oxford Circus bit and like hasn't even really happened. So I don't think that is like top of our plans, to be honest. Like I think COVID, to be honest, put so many things like just further down the list mm-hmm. that I just don't think that's a priority for anyone at the moment. Mm. There you are. Sabrina Francis, ladies and gentlemen. Right. Thank you for coming on. So Drake. <laughs> I Googled this today, but yeah, carry on. He isn't my favorite rapper. He's a very good one. But after this story, I think his place in hip hop folklore is cemented. Oh. Um, This is a story of when one gets too famous. Okay. And the measures one has to take when they get too big. Oh. To protect their brand. True story. To protect their name. And most importantly, to protect their lineage. Interesting. According to a gossip account called Too Much Hot Tea, the rapper. Sorry, 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 sorry. Yes, you heard too that much right. You heard, you heard that <laughs> yeah. right. You heard that right. And then it's been like everywhere else syndicated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Other people are quoting Too yeah, Much yeah, Hot yeah. Tea as the, if they're to be believed. The rapper hooked up with an unnamed Instagram model a few weeks ago. No, Drake. It's unusual. No. Like, like as we all do. Um, after attending a party together, the woman alleged they went to his hotel and smoked weed before having sex with a condom, which Drake ended up disposing of in the bathroom. But the woman apparently had ulterior motives. No way. 
specifically to impregnate herself. Mm-mm. As such, she claimed to have fished the used condom out of the trash oh. and put the contents into her region. Oh my goodness. Except she said it felt like pouring hot lava into her region. Holy Madonna. She then went on to allege that after hearing her screams, Aubrey Drake Graham came into the bathroom and told her- That's a government name. He'd poured the packet of hot sauce into the condom (gasps) in a bizarre attempt to kill the sperm. And now the woman is trying to sue. Holy shit. Just gonna let that sit. Yeah. When I Googled that today, I was like, Firstly, how did I miss the story? How are too much hot tea not like part of my... How <laughs> is part that? Of my regular... Yeah, I've got like, part of my like news part diet. Part of my mayoral briefing. Exactly. <laughs> but uh, it's a mad story. And I feel like um, she's not really coming out of this looking particularly great. So no. if I was her, I'd probably take, take the L and like <laughs> not really talk about it. Was she expecting widespread... Support, like no. support for this. You literally took a used condom out of a toilet. Uh, out of a bin. And tried, out of a bin. If it was a toilet, you could have flushed it. And that yeah, yeah, yeah. Out of a bin. My, my like my immediate take on hearing the story was that it's basically a rookie error from Drake. You always flush the condom. Just wrap it up in tissue and get it down the toilet. And then you, you then yeah. come to these. It does seem scenarios. a bit like yeah. A bit. You have to develop moves. these like <laughs> techniques. Yeah, it's a weird yeah, technique. It's, it's to, to Johnny's point, in every hotel there's there's a toilet, right? Yeah. Just flush it down the fucking toilet. Just flush it. It's also kind of like it's kind of farks on the hotel staff that someone has to clear out. Yeah. Your bus, but also the, so the only thing that I had heard about this story before you lot explained it to me because I'd left it um, ignorant on purpose was uh, Popcorn left a comments. Yeah. On uh, have you heard about this? <laughs> no. Left a comment on uh, on on Drake's post because he posted. Yes, he did. Um, he tried to get tried to like this. subtweet her. Yeah, he went. He went. You Molly. can have your fifteen minutes of fame. Molly I'll May. take the other twenty three hours and forty five minutes. Molly May Gang. To which um, <laughs> Popcorn uh, replied, "Who that? The goddamn hot sauce." <laughs> <laughs> I feel like he didn't really need to acknowledge it because you know Drake has a particular type. He yeah. loves he loves an Instagram model. Yeah. He also loves a stripper. Porn star. I think if you're like a pretty girl on Instagram, take a ticket, you'll get your turn. <laughs> so like Can you imagine like being so paranoid or yeah. being so big that you have and to And that's the thing I was also thinking about like, measures, like like it's really like she's obviously moving absolutely mad and no i don't think she's really <laughs> going to have support from anyone but like you know just meeting Drake and having a lovely time. That'd be a good enough story for me. Can to I be just honest. ask what the grounds? <laughs> can I just ask what the grounds of the lawsuit are? I'm sorry, Johnny. Too much hot tea. Didn't go into that much detail. Right. It's probably like <laughs> right, right. it's not a legal blog. Pain is it? and maybe emotional distress or something. But I, I can't see. I mean, I'm absolutely not a lawyer, but I don't know how you front this out and try and win a case. How do you like? How do you seriously stand in front of a judge and be like, "Your Honor"? Yeah, <clears throat> Your Honor. I had a good two minutes and forty-two seconds with the defendant. Are you uh, telling on yourself? I mean, Jewish boys have common features. Some stereotypes are true. Uh, had a wonderful two minutes and 42 personal best with the defendant. Um, after we were done, he threw the condom in the bin, at which point I then emptied it out, rubbed it on myself and have hot sauce yeah. on my regions. Um, yeah, so that's this like, is all entirely the defendant's fault. I that, demand cash. Is that 
GBH by condiment. I don't know, was it? Uh, she's got herself in a bit of a jam. Oh. I just, yeah, I think going to the... Don't. <laughs> I feel like going to too much hot tea or whatever is like fine. You know, it's kind mm. of like the sort of influencer economy of like selling your stories. Mm, but to yeah. act, I just don't think she's really going to get that much sympathy or I don't think the law will be on her side. Like, I just, I just, wanna, I just wonder oh, what the fucking basis is. I like, know, what's, yeah. what's the crime? I, I just want to know who the model is, to be honest. Yeah, so do I. Yeah, she's we... as yet unnamed. Yeah, oh, I just want to okay. know who it is. Unnamed, she unnamed. must be B-Tech because if TMZ didn't run it, then yeah. it, it can't be serious. It will come out. I think if she's brazen if enough... If she's going to be... To putting go, in law papers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She'll she'll launch her career off this. I need to I need to know what the what the fucking grounds are. We'll I need to know out. what the grounds are. I'm, I'm, but has we been doing this for a while? People are now suggesting because it's like what the whole been, hot sauce thing. It's a yeah, thing. Because I think there was like where does he keep the hot sauce? Is it in the bathroom? Is it, it, it like, like, you know, bottle? Yeah, is, is it on a bottle, key ring? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like the Hillary Clinton thing, right? Didn't she keep one? Didn't she say during her presidential run that she always keeps a bottle of hot sauce on her? No, hot sauce in my bag, all that stuff. But like, I think that was a way to get minorities to vote for. I think, duh. Yeah, it's just it's bad because obviously you know sex positive and all that but generally having a fun time with Drake should be enough yeah. I don't know that's how memory you, right yeah like but you then, do it for the group chat like that's enough well, like, if you're gonna be a weirdo just set up a camera like everyone else would like don't yeah. try and take a baby out of it that's proper sass I, I, I think that's really you can bad you the tape right? you can and, it, and it also just like you were fully ready to try and have a baby like literally just for the cash like you, you also sat over so you sat over a toilet and tried to like yeah rub yeah, yeah, it's just really bad. And like, um, I just think nobody leaves this looking particularly great. Yeah. But I, I, I only brought this up just to say, look, man, Drake, I stand with you in solidarity. It's um, sad he even feels like he needs to yeah, do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. sad that you feel like you have to, to do these things. Um, but he got, he got caught. Um, caught. Um, <laughs> with his first child, right? With, with, the, with the porn that's star. Um, so maybe that's playing on his mind. I don't think he planned on having a kid with the with the woman that he did because he didn't even want to tell us that he had that child. <laughs> that secret um, child. So, yeah, that looks yeah. exactly like his mom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so maybe, yeah. So, so yeah. <laughs> Drake's mom. Drake's mom, yeah. Oh she does, like, I just realised, I just realised what you were saying. She does, the kid does though. Oh yeah? Yeah. 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 I thought yeah. the kid was a boy. It is. It's got like the same like you didn't wait. Give the kid. You look like your mum. But like it looks that's like true. Drake's mum. It looks true. like I look his like, grandma. I look like my mum. That's true. <laughs> looks like his grandma, but like <gasps> no, I'm it's more like mad. the kid literally looks like Drake's grand Drake's yeah. mum. I didn't even because of the yeah. blonde ringlet curls. But yeah, um, uh, not really much more to unpack on that one. <laughs> no, um, nobody looks great. I feel um, sorry for Drake that he feels like he has to do that. Yeah, but yeah. He just I don't know what the alternative is. My plan, if I was a famous hot man. And I've thought about this. <laughs> just get a vasectomy because they're reversible and just be out here. Just like... Oh, interesting. Just go crazy. Interesting. Yeah, or a lot uh, cheaper and uh, uh, less painful is just grow up and flush the fucking condom. <laughs> <on the toilet. laughs> yeah, that too. But I'm just like, I'm thinking if I was a rapper, you know, and yeah, the alternative wanna... is squeezing a sachet of hot sauce. Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it's great chat though. It's fucking good chat, squeezing. <laughs> having Like having residual hot sauce... For bitches, yeah. <laughs> no, no, so no. You who can't is that um, ball. That's actually that's actually the bitches' supply. You can't. Yeah, like don't touch that ball. Whoa, 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 whoa. That's whoa. been near my condoms. Yeah. Um, <laughs> who is gonna win? The, the end of that. Who is gonna win the African Cup of Nations? I mean, there's only one answer. There's obviously only one answer, Say and it. I am. Say it. It's the Super Eagles. Done now. Who's gonna win the African Cup of Nations? I have absolutely no skin in this game. Uh, just Caribbean vibes, but 
Um, Nigeria always have best kits. Amen. They always like look really great, which yeah. is not a thing that's important. Hosted no, important. in Cameroon. They always have amazing kits. Yeah, the kit's amazing. Um, hosted in Cameroon, the AFCON is here. And as yes. a Liverpool fan, this is usually a very nervous time because it means two of our best players need to leave us for a month and our whole title bids Boy. or whatever just fall down the complete shitter. Man said two, there's but, no love for Lamikia. But I'm here with my Africa cape on and the tournament has actually been pretty good so far. Shout out Cameroon, who got through to the knockout rounds. I think for the first... Time, first time in a minute. something no, in, in a long time. Before, but first time in a minute. First time in a minute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's not been without its drama. Um, we had wrong national anthems played. Um, I didn't a match end early. Yep, we yeah. had refs ending a game early, not once, but twice. I don't want to be like proper basic, like I'm a girl here, but like, don't they have a watch? They do. Yeah. Or like yeah. the big numbers on the yeah, no, screen. So there's, yeah. there's like four people with watches, another yeah. guy in a box who has a watch, and, like and then numbers. a jumbotron. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. And so then, I've been to the football. And then yeah. my favourite part of any competition that involves black people, African people, is listening in as white commentators mm. try their very hardest mm. to stay away from the stereotypical tropes and bars of He's fast. He's powerful. He's physical. He's strong. Mm. He's strong. Yeah. What an athlete. He's not the most technical, but... How are they handling the surnames? Surnames a bit... I think they've been mostly going with first names. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Especially where they're westernised, because it'd be like Jeffrey Odowusu, and they'd be like, Jeff's, Jeff. Jeff's got the ball out wide. Jeff's got the ball. Jeff's got the ball out wide. Um, but yeah, big up Nigeria doing their bit so far to ensure that Mo Salah can actually come back early because they beat Egypt. Um, Mo Salah's pace, yeah, in the Prem, which lights up the Prem, doesn't mean a thing in Africa, buddy. Everyone's we're quick, all, baby. We're all pacey. We're allowed, to say the, we're allowed to say the stereotypes. <laughs> we're all fast. So Mo, don't try that little, that little fast thing with but us, it buddy. it's funny how like they don't do the whole like physical and strong thing to like the north of the Maghreb. Well, yeah, countries. yeah, yeah, yeah. But <laughs> I've been seeing like, quite a lot of- Egyptian um, geese is fucking wham and powerful. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not on Twitter like that, but I've been seeing a lot of like, Black Africa versus Olive Africa chat, which is very, de which is very we divisive. That, that is which is very chat. divisive. Didn't even know that we, was a divide with the 2022 yeah, thing we are, now. We're not going to do that. We can leave that one behind. Yeah, sure. that's, that's, yeah. It's, it's, yeah, yeah. Um, Molly May. <laughs> we're not, we're not going to do this. I'm just, I'm just going to get some shit off and then we're going to move on. <laughs> <laughs> I think we've both got opinions. Yeah. So, <laughs> so buckle oh, yeah, up. We can, we can, we can. Strap in puppy. We <laughs> in case you were wondering, Race, mm. your skin color, mm. darkness and lightness of your skin, gender, sexual preference, mm -hmm. socioeconomic status. Mm -hmm. What's on your CV? The school you went to, mm. the way you talk. You know, you got your, your job voice. <laughs> How pretty what you are. What is your job voice? Hello. Is it mm. conscious? Like No, it's totally unconscious. But my voice changes depending on who I'm speaking to anyway. Code switching, yeah, that's life. Like, yeah. yeah. How much you inherited, how pretty you are, whether or not you have a disability, all things that can have an effect on where you go and where you go next. Mm -hmm. Fair to say, right? I think so. If I look at the clock on my phone or my watch, sure. You know, if we all got iPhones, you know, no two iPhones have different times. We're all locked in. Um, so yes, 24 hours. We yeah. all have the same 24 hours. But Molly, Molly May, you little sweary pie, you cutie pie. Mm. Um, think before you speak, mm -hmm. okay? 
Um, I don't know what you were trying to get off. And I know that loads of people are backing you because they like you. And I like you. I have never actually disliked her, really. Um, there are just some jobs and there are just some come-ups that just don't require what the average person would call hard work. Mm. If your biggest challenge of the day is what free clothes you're going to put on or which filter you're going to apply or what captions going to be on these pictures, which add to your whole influencer appeal and what the engagement is going to be like, the hits, the likes, whatever. Tell that to those who work three jobs and can't see their kids as a result of it, mm. that everybody has the same 24 hours. Amen. I'm not going to get much more deep than that. That is my take. The floor is yours. Yeah, I mean, I think you've said most of it. For me, like I, firstly, like I'm deep in like Love Island Hive. Like I watch it all the time and it's I think that, Is that not what we like? Yeah. That's what I we like, like genuinely, like one of your tweets last summer, I feel like it was just like my tweet of the year about Love Island because like last year was weird. Hugo yeah. was very weird. Yeah. And I think you referred to him as like lipsing like a seahorse. Oh yeah, maybe. And that had me fucking howling. Because I was like, oh, the accuracy. Oh, it's so great. It's so great. So like, I'm not against there for bit, like using a TV show as a springboard or any of that stuff. But I feel like my problem with the clip that kind of went viral, because to be fair, she's been stung twice by this podcast, which suggests that she shouldn't have really been on it. Mm -hmm. So like in December, there was stuff that came out about when she was all like, I just don't really have friends. I have a really small circle because that's all I need. And then now it's all the stuff about working hard. Mm -hmm. For me, I think she's confusing being busy with working hard. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I'm not suggesting that like, you know, meeting to meeting, photo shoot, picking color swatches or things. I don't know what creative directors in inverted commas yeah. uh, do. But I'm sure she's like busy in meetings, but that is not working hard. Yeah. Like I'm a local counselor. I meet people who are working hard and still can't afford their rent. Like go. when I was little, my mum had like three, four cleaning jobs to there make sure go. like me and my sister were fed. Like that is actual hard work. Yeah. I am aware that I like, work from home, my commute is like 30 seconds to the living room. Yeah. And I, you know, most of us basically send emails for a living or look at spreadsheets. Yeah. Like that is not hard, yeah. but we are busy. Yeah. And for me, that is where I think she just got a bit confused. Yeah. And she also didn't really like finish the thought. So she started by saying, I know people start in different places and some people might grow up poor or something, but, and the mm. reality is there is no but. Nope. Mm -hmm. Like if you actually understand how the world works, mm -hmm. there is no but because that stuff can truly, truly hold you back. And she's just not been in the like position to really understand that. And I think, you know, she's very young, but also if you're going to do this transition into just like boss, bitch, entrepreneur woman, do your research or speak to some people or work out that that just like isn't your lane. Like, be pretty, sell stuff, sell your weirdly dark fake tan and just keep quiet. Yeah, amen, amen. Uh, uh, do, we, do we need to unpack this more? <laughs> I mean, yeah, because it's such an insidious ideology that it's worth getting into, but like we won't. All I will say is like, she has it tough because she's gonna marry a dude who's gonna have no boxing career and that's gonna be expensive to maintain his ego. Mm -hmm. So like, she's gonna have to be the owner. Uh, She'd be all right. In that family, but like, I just want to give a special shout out to, what's his name? Marketing man who did the podcast. Stephen. Stephen Bartlett. Bartlett. Yeah. He came up with this tweet about like, uh, people are only attacking her because she's a woman. And yeah. like, I've had lots of men on my podcast. Yeah, that, was whack. Well, that was so whack. Firstly, it just means that like your other podcast hosts, your other podcast guests are also dickheads. 
and principally you're a dickhead for not checking them. But um, I also don't know if that's actually true because firstly I had to like try and block Stephen Bartlett on LinkedIn because his I've like taken sort of everything. his like basic bitch inspirational quotes were like killing me and yeah. I was like why do people that I like believe in the sharing fact, this the fact that he took this Molly May thing to his LinkedIn as well was but just anyway, so late but like waste, he man. I saw loads of people weirdly talking about it and quite a few people who were like fans of the podcast were saying this was a really unusual interview he normally pulled people up on stuff he didn't pull her up on anything he didn't question her he didn't push her and she felt a really unusual guest to have mm. so yeah. I feel like maybe she slightly got mugged off to be honest yeah. and her team shouldn't even have let her be on it yeah Maybe That's a, a good take. <laughs> well, maybe it was a paid spot. Maybe he got a paid spot for the someone. someone yeah. He's doing a lot of self promotion at the moment as well. well he's on, he's on Dragons Den. Yeah, exactly. Like, like a works, big interview. The week you start Dragons Den, like yeah. it hasn't worked out badly for him. Ooh. And obviously, she's in her transitional phase from like influencer girl to a boss bitch. Yeah, yeah. I'm not. Anyway, anyway, but anyway this whole hustle culture and twenty five. Like, it, it was quite insightful because, like, I I think there were fields of like thermal dynamic physics that were missing some clarity and Molly May saying that we all have the same 24 hours in a day really normalized the fields of science for a lot of people <laughs> um, and I'm grateful for that for that wisdom but what again what I think she's forgotten and I think you've actually put it the best way that mm. I've, I've heard yet yeah, there's a difference between working hard and being busy yeah. um, and her exploiting the labor of staff working in warehouses on three pounds fifty um, for 12 hours a day oh, yeah, that's not on her let's well, I mean, she's, she's endorsing, part, she's, that brand, she's, she's endorsing right? the brand and she's getting paid for sure, but it's yeah. not on her, really. But it, I mean, there are other well, influencers are, uh, who are very sorry. clear that they don't take money Amen. from Amen. those brands. And she is yeah. in an economic situation where sure. she's in a position to turn down that bag. She yeah. can afford to turn down that if, bag. If, so if, it is on if her all of the things, it. If all of the things that Boohoo, who we're speaking about, by the way, um, have said about fixing their ways and sorting out their sweatshops and all that stuff is to be believed and we can't really hate on her for... But there's that video where she but walks... I get, but I get it. There's that video where she walks into the warehouse and she's like, they're working 12 hours, all my days. Oh, I those see that. Those people are working hard. Mm. Yeah. They're, sure. they're not just busy, they're yeah. working hard. That's hard work. And her, her inability to understand that combined with the kind of like egocentric individualist view of herself as some kind of inspirational business leader mm. is just totally, totally wide of the mark. And I think, I actually, I don't think that people should expect her to know better because I, she's found a limit and whatever this interview was, was clearly out of her depth. It's not a question of range. It's a question of depth. Yeah. And, yeah. and she needs to, she needs to either do better or shut the fuck up. Hell yeah. yeah. Okay. First relationship advice of 2022. I'm excited. Hi. Hello. I've been with my girlfriend for three years. Mm. It's been pretty amazing. And while I'm probably a bit too young to start thinking about marriage, quiet is kept. I think this girl is the one. Mm -mm. Obviously, you get to know a lot about your partner in that time. But one thing that never really came up were our previous relationships. I'm the type who doesn't really care about your past. The problem, apparently, however, is my past. Oh. We were having a conversation over dinner and randomly she asked about how my last relationship ended. I was honest to her. I cheated. Mm -mm. You could almost hear her heartbreak. In the few weeks since revealing, things have got very weird and dare I say, very distant. She seems to believe once a cheater, always a cheater. Hmm. And honestly, I don't know what I can really do to reverse that way of thinking. She's asked a whole bunch of questions about it in follow-up and has said how disappointed she is in me. I know there is no good reason to cheat, but my infidelity wasn't just because of a momentary lapse in judgment. It mm -mm. was deeper. Mm -mm. We don't live together yet. That was my next step, but it feels like this is slipping away. Mm -mm. What do I do? 
Oh boy. Uh, did they say how old they were? They didn't. Do but you... not young enough. Bit too young to start thinking about marriage. So should we say mid twenties? Mid twenties. And they've been and they've been together for three years. Three years. Uh, Sabrina, guess the race. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is harder than your other ones because you know people misbehave across the board. Yeah. <laughs> Men yeah. are trash across the spectrum. <laughs> misbehave. I like that. That one. was not me. That was him. I did not say that. <laughs> it just rolled my eyes a lot as the question went on. So. Oh, I've no, been no, no, bad no, 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 before, sorry. and now people think I might be bad. Yeah. yeah. Guess the race. I can't on this one. It's too hard. There's no tells on the other. There's on some of the other questions, there's been too there's many tells. There's not a lot of tells. Um, I feel like between Prince Andrew, Novak, <laughs> Boris, and Molly May, my people have worn a lot of heat on this episode. I'm going to say this guy's black. Incorrect. Incorrect. It's, he is adding to the heat that your people it's have five brought. Five five, baby. This week. Please, please continue. <laughs> what is a brother? We have had a bad week. What's a brother to do? I do kind of believe slightly. I do kind of believe slightly. Once a cheater, always a cheater. Okay. And there's also like nothing. He's saying like, oh, it wasn't just like, you know, I did just like go out and just like, you know, bang someone. It was deeper than that. That sounds worse to me. Thank you. That sounds worse. He was just like, digging you know, his own if hole. You're, if you're down the dog and duck and you get drunk or whatever, like that's different to like... Is he I suggesting actually fell he had with this other girl? Actual affair. Like, <laughs> hun, or, that's, not, like, that's not great. Or maybe something really difficult was happening in the relationship. Maybe the other half, the woman that he was with before, had problems. You make an excuse for Gia? <laughs> Why am I all I of wish, a sudden I, I wish, feeling a grip on my neck? See, this is an audio podcast, but I wish you could have seen the face <laughs> of Richard when, when attacked. What, I, what, what, what we're not going to do <laughs> is defend... <laughs> this bro- no. but you get my point right there are can i just ask because you've got a habit of later revealing details no there's nothing more there's nothing more there's nothing more boy wait is that my habit yeah you do you off- you're often like oh oh yeah no. oh no it's hard maybe <laughs> i mean essentially if she's still sticking around she's probably like not that worried about his cheating past, but it's probably just a bit of a shock because if you like see someone in one way, then you're like, actually, I'm like a cat about town philandering <laughs> on these streets. It's different, isn't it? Yeah, so I have a solution. <clears throat> I have a solution. Um, Here we go. Where you're at, bro, is that she already thinks you're a cheater. Oh, God. What we need to do is establish dominance. Get, get yourself some hot sauce. <laughs> we need to do... No more hot sauce chat. What we need to do is cheat on her. Ah. Because then you really find out whether or not she's willing to stick with the cheater anyway. Ah, And if she doesn't stick with you after you cheat on her, she wasn't going to stick with you anyway. Uh, and so if she does, then this is out. the one that you can marry. So I literally can't follow this logic. <laughs> <laughs> Prove her right. No. Just see, see if she's really about it. Yeah. By it's, cheating on her. Yeah. Even though she's expressed grave disappointment. <laughs> In your in your meandering before, yeah, because like it sounds like she's probably going to bounce anyway, because you've this now guy the is trying to find head. out how does he keep the woman of his dreams, establish dominance, and cheat on her, Sabrina. <laughs> All that does is prove her right, so she will like. Oh, please don't even address it. I'm asking you, <laughs> what what? Don't even don't even indulge. 
Don't even. I'm like, I just, I'm trying to work, yeah. work, get through. All I'm like, it's that just literally like proves her right. She's straight in the group chat. Yeah. She's getting on her freaking dress and she's fucking out. <laughs> but like. So if he's right next to you and he's like, what do I do? How do I get her to trust me again? How do I salvage this? I mean, this is probably the wrong place to start, but I don't know why he was honest. But <laughs> <laughs> Die with the yo, it's a good, it's, yo, it's a good point. Like, it's a good point. Carry you, on, like, yeah. if you keep, you are, keep it quiet. No, but... No, my point is, old, if you are going to know someone's values and you're going to know the things they value. So if one of those things is like fidelity and stuff, like don't be like, P.S., I used to be a bit of a shit. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, that's not really going to work for you in the long run. Um, yeah. But he has, he's made his bed. So, you know, reaping and sowing. He was like banging out those seeds. <laughs> That's what's happened now. It was um, just one. It sounds like he just, he just cheated once in his previous relationship. So yeah, es- essentially, you're just going to have to keep working hard to get her to trust him. But I'm not really sure what he can say. Yeah, how does that work I in practice? I feel it's like time is a great healer situation. Like if he's still... like cause He's got to propose. <laughs> he's got, no, no. That's his only choice. Yeah, he's got to propose. It's basically like, it might happen again or like, this is it, I'll commit and now we're done. Now we're done, yeah. right? This is it. Like, I will literally never cheat and you are the love of my life. I will never look at another and woman. And that's, that, that's when that yeah. selective and hearing, that female like, selective someone, hearing kicks in. Amen. And the cheating is forgotten real quick. Real if, fuss. If he's someone who, like, you know, you think, like, has he got a bit of a wandering eye anyway? This will be reinforcing things she already thinks. Mm-hmm. But if he's always just been, like, lovely, then she'll be like, oh, he just had a Loving, bad. loving loud, yeah, as he, they say on Instagram. <laughs> I, I love a man who loves loud. Which basically yeah. means uploading them on his oh. socials. Anyway, carry on. That's toxic. <laughs> Love you're saying that like such disdain. Loading them on I hate socials, it. I hate it. showing the world she exists. Don't ever do that. I think I saw it on um, Michael B. Jordan and uh, what's his uh, what's her name? Lori Harvey. Lori Harvey. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They're, they're not actually a couple though. Yeah, they're not actually. A couple. In the comment oh, section, she's like, I love, showmance. I love how he loves her word. so showmance. loudly. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, I mean they're both very attractive. So great showmance. They're ridiculous. Yeah, they're not. They are both ridiculous. But anyway, no, we did. We did. Carry on. Yes, I think either he had a wandering eye, and this is reinforced what she believes already. Or he could go for the nuclear option, which is, you know, get himself down to Tiffany and get a ring. Um, (laughs) But essentially, it's just going to be a long, hard slog to make her believe, like, she's the one. I'd never do it to you. But can I Can I fit the script? And this is probably counterproductive to us getting further submissions. But I'd like to give her some advice. Okay. Run, baby girl, because this guy's already cheated. He's going to cheat again. He didn't only he didn't only have a, uh, a dirty postman down the dog and duck. Yeah. He actually fell in love with another bird, and no, that's why that's he cheated not, on the ex. That's not. It was more than just cheating. No, it was an it was an emotional connection. No, I think what what I took from it wasn't a momentary lapse in judgment. Is most like cheating takes place because you meet someone out, you you have a quick snog, and okay, that. So it that wasn't a momentary turns. lapse in judgment. It was a sustained lapse okay, again as I'm saying what I take from that is this person was in a really really dark place and the reason that he cheated was because he was in a dark place are you making an excuse for a friend <laughs> I'm not I swear <laughs> sounds like Rich is I'm just I just read it I just read it differently right I'm Okay, I get your point about like if it's a momentary loss, if it's just like a quick thing, then it, it obviously means less yeah. and yeah. it's a mistake and that can be forgiven I guess to an extent more easily um, but there are definitely relationships where things are so bad that people seek something, warmth, love. They choose to have an overlap elsewhere. rather than just cut. Break. Yeah. yeah, but yeah. Run two legs of the relay. I'm not sure what advice we've given this poor person. <laughs> yeah, no, we need to, no, hold on. Like brains trust. We actually need to give. Essentially, he just has to. Show commitment. Take her on holiday. Yeah, he's just got to keep chugging like, along. He's got, he's got to make her believe that. Go and ta- I'll give him concrete advice. 
and I kind of don't want to bait myself out, but now I'm not doing it for my birthday. I don't really care. Take her to Skinny Kitchen. Mandem who are listening to this, if you want to go on a night out where the ratio is 90% girls to 10% guys, get a group of six men and go to Skinny Kitchen for Supper Club in Islington. What will this do? Where's that? Uh, you know the Business Design Center? Yeah. It's fucking lit. It's proper, proper lit. It's sick. Anyway. This is very uh, near me. Um, you will be surrounded in a bar basically exclusively full of good looking women with no other blokes about. If you can prove her... And then you can cheat. If you can... Yeah, firstly, either you cheat or you, if you can prove to her that you can keep your eyes on her only in a room full of beautiful women, you can begin to dispel the myth Yo, that your ba- eyes are wanderers. That's basic. Well, go on then, King. No, I just think that's basic. You well, then mean? go on then. Keep keeping an eye on you're your a, missus. You're a problem if, she, guy. If, if the missus is with her, right? If, sorry, if the missus is with him, if his girlfriend is with him, and he's going to be looking at her. That's fine. That's easy. Doesn't mean anything. Provide a solution. Then no, no, no. I actually, I actually, I actually agree. Unfortunately, because of the world that we're living. No, not with the skinny kitchens, mate. Relax. Right. Okay. Um, I mean, it's probably, it's probably a proposal that gets him out of this. Oh boy. Unfortunately, like. <sighs> See me on my That makes me sad because like, I'm just like, it's gonna all end in tears. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> all you end up with is like an average price ring and sadness. Or. <laughs> Or he has to take. <laughs> Don't that, come, come with one or the other. Or he has to wear. Yeah, like great. Or he has. Or he has to wear. An expensive ring in sadness. If it's he feels this, ring. if he feels this is really, really <laughs> slipping um, between his fingers, then he may have to brace himself for an L in that text of "We need to talk." Mm. Um, that may be coming, um, but until that comes, bro, the groveling has to go into overdrive. It's flowers. In a big, big way. It's dinners. You need it's to holidays. overcompon. Not too much though, because then it can look like you're covering up for something. Oh, fucking hell, man. It's We're tough being a man. complicated people. It's tough being a man. These women are fucking difficult, mate. You know it's what I mean? It's tough. It's tough. Yeah. Groveling commences, me breda. Um, and if, if it doesn't work, then to Sabrina's point, why are you being so honest? Mm. Idiots. Die with a lie. Just die with a lie. You don't care about her past, but you are revealing your own. Idiot. I'm joking. Submit more. Big up, everyone. Big up. Good luck. Because <laughs> you, you yeah, walked yourself into luck. a sticky one. <laughs> but I, I think pre- that's genuinely the first one that I've yeah. actually been stumped by. Like, right. we found a solution to everyone. Yeah. But I'm, I'm, yeah, good luck. Appreciate your honesty, listener. Mm-hmm. Um, new music to listen to this week. Corday from A Bird's Eye View. Album out now. It is sick. L Sweatshirt as well released a new album mm. called Sick. Um, both short albums, I think. Corday's 40 minutes long. Uh, I think Earl's 25 minutes long. Both amazing if you like that hip hop that we all um, still yearn for. Um, guys, this has been amazing. Mm-hmm. Sabrina, thank you so much for coming. I Thanks hope you've enjoyed me. it. Okay, we'll do this. Next time you come. Bring the bling, please. Bring the two yeah, bring- chains. <laughs> to be fair, the next time I come should probably be when I'm not mayor. Then we can like really talk about stuff. Um, right, it's, it's in the it's in the diary. So when, you, uh, what, t- May, May. you said May. End of May, so yeah. June, of May. June. We'll have you back, and then we can really get into the shits. Into the shits. Um, for everybody else, you know where to find us: mm-hmm. Spotify, mm-hmm. Amazon, mm-hmm. Apple, mm-hmm. SoundCloud, mm-hmm. YouTube. Even nasty. Sign up to the mailing list. The algos are going crazy, and they're stopping us from doing what we are born to do, baby. And that is podcast every other week. Is that our calling? I, I think so. I think so. Until next You're time. Right. See you later. Bye.